Very exciting times. I have a cold, which is not exciting. But nevertheless, we're here doing another episode of Your Mom's Clam. And let's see. Gene, I've got a couple things coming up. Um, This weekend, I'll be in Fresno and Bakersfield. Uh, Bakersfield has some single seats left, so you'd have to sit alone, but you could get in. There's probably 30 tickets left. Fresno has a few more. That's this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Then uh, in a couple weeks, I go to Fart Myers, Florida, November 1st. Some tickets there. Jacksonville has some single seats left. That's on the 2nd. Orlando's all sold out. And there's a few tickets left in Augusta. That's that uh, first weekend in November. Come Augusta. That's right. Um, single seats left on the Wednesday in Montclair. That's the 14th. Montclair. At the Wellmont Theater. Then I go to Phil Her Delphia. And the only show with some tickets is the Late Show Friday. I'm doing four shows at the Merriam Theater in Philadelphia. And I will be uh, Friday and Saturday there. The Late Show, the 16th of November, has tickets. Um, Very excited to announce that I added some stuff for the new tour, the 2019 Take It Down tour. And here's what I got that was just, just added. We just added a third show in San Diego on January 12th. We just added a third show in Oklahoma City on January 22nd. A third show in Dallas, Texas on January 27th at the Majestic. A second show in Pittsburgh on Valentine's Day. Uh, That's a second show in Pittsburgh. And a second show in Portland, Maine on March 26th. Uh, those are all at TomSegura.com slash tour. Jean? Jean. Well, first of all, October 30th, mark your calendars. The Degenerates premieres on Netflix. Woo. So check that out. And then um, 2019 dates. <laughs> yes. 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 I'm going to be announcing... A 2019 tour on October 30th. So check back for those dates and cities on Christina P. Online. Now, in the meantime, before I hit the road, I'm running my hour at Flappers Comedy Club this Sunday in Sperm Bank in the YooHoo Room. It's a tiny room. I like to do small shows before I do big ones. It's kind of how you guys see us uh, make the sausage, the comedy sausage, so to speak. So get your ticks. There's like a few... Ticks, yeah, a few left. Yeah, man. November 10th, West Siloam, Siloam Springs, Oklahoma, at the Cherokee Casino. Uh, November 24th, I've added a late show in San Diego at the House of Blues, the 10 p.m. show. Filler up Delphia, we added a late show December 7th. And then uh, December 8th, Jew Dark Titties added a late show at the Gramercy Theater, and those tickets are almost completely gone. Again, Christina P. Online. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Meow, 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 
meow, meow, meow, meow, meow, meow, meow, meow. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by 4hymns.com. Listen, don't be that person that is ashamed, embarrassed, or staying quiet about not being able to get hard. Getting hard is one of the greatest joys in life, and if you're having trouble with it, you can get some help. By the way, it is not unusual for younger people to have issues with this. Uh, over 25% of new erectile dysfunction cases are guys under 40. And 40% of men by age 40 struggle with being able to get it up and have it stay up. Uh, stay there. Get it. Do it. So don't do nothing, which is what a lot of people end up doing. I talked to doctors about this, and they said it's very common. People just will just stay quiet, never make it an issue, and suffer in silence. Why suffer in silence? Go to 4 the one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. This is great, man. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. There's no awkward visit. You just go to 4 answer a few quick questions, you chat with a doctor, have a confidential review, and you get the product shipped right to your door. How great is that? Mm-hmm. It's erectile without the dysfunction. Erectile. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> These are prescription solutions backed by science, Gene. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to address an issue that a lot of people have shame about that they shouldn't, frankly, have any shame about. Okay. Try hymns for a month today. For just five dollars, we'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to fourhymns.com slash house. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash H-O-U-S-E for hymns.com slash house. Okay. Okay. Gene, did you know the FabFitFun Fall Editor Box is here? I just got mine, and I absolutely love getting the FabFitFun Box. It's a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. Let me tell you something. It's, it's so... Um, luxurious. You get this box full of wonderful products, full-size items, by the way, not these weenie sample sizes. And it's such a great gift to give the woman in your life. Do you have someone, uh, maybe a daughter who's going to college or a friend who is a new mom? As a new mom, I'm telling you, you feel like a person again when you get the FabFitFun box. This seasonal one I got, um, I got a Hava Mineral Hand Cream. Do you know what that is, Jean? No. It's made with uh, mineral salt. And it's such a healing. You know, I used to have eczema, right? And I would put some uh, salt stuff on there. And it helps with, with your skin. I can't make a claim that this is going to help your eczema. but Of course. Uh, I will say that it's such a wonderfully sm- good smelling cream. I use it. I keep it by my, my nightstand at bed. I use it on my hands to keep them soft. The Spun Gel Body Buffer in Freeze Japair. I love that little item in there this month. Also, the Glam Glow Bubble Sheet Mask. They gave me not one, but two uh, great for your complexion. You feel fresher. And my favorite, they gave me the Silo Cobra Bluetooth 
earbuds in pink. Hello, because I'm a girl. P-I-N-K. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great... The total retail value for a fall box is over $275. That's bananas. So... Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall editor's box. The FabFitFun fall editor's box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. So use our code, your mom, that's Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code your mom to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to fabfitfun.com. Use our code your mom to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. And this episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by stamps.com. These days, you can get practically anything on demand like this podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So why are you still taking trips to the post office to mail letters and packages when you can get postage on demand with stamps.com? Quick, easy, convenient. You just sit here in your home, you press print, and boom, you're actually making valid U.S. postage. What could be easier? Save you time, save you money. With Stamps.com, you get all the amazing services of the post office right from your desk 24-7 when it's convenient for you. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package using your own computer and printer. The mail carrier picks it up. Just click print mail and you are done. It couldn't be easier. We've been using Stamps.com for eight years now, almost nine. That's crazy. I know. Really easy, really convenient. We've mailed letters, packages, merch, gifts, all types of stuff. And we just have the, the uh, scale that automatically calculates the exact postage. You press a button and boom, you're rolling. We're big fans. Right now, use MOM, the code word MOM, for this special offer. It includes up to $55 in free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in mom. That's stamps.com. Enter the code word mom. Okay. It is almost 2019. How long are you going to sit on those ideas you've had all year? Maybe several years. Several years thinking, should I have made a website for my special idea? Should I make a website to share my photographs, uh, the thing I'm interested in, um, build an, an online presence for my physical business somewhere? Now's the time, guys. Squarespace, Squarespace. I'm telling you, I have built four websites using Squarespace myself with my two little mommy paws. I don't know HTML coding. I don't know how to do anything fancy, but Squarespace makes it so easy. It's so intuitive, um, and they have great um, customer service people to, to give you the help if you should need it. The templates are fucking beautiful. Am I wow. allowed to say effing? I guess so. <laughs> well, I'm passionate, guys, because they're clean, and there's nothing worse than going to a website and seeing um, a jumbled mess of a website. And I like Squarespace because it's very clean. It's easy to navigate. It's compatible with smartphones. Uh, you can customize to look the look and the feel, the settings, the products with just a few clicks. Uh, analytics that help you grow in real time. That's what I like. I log into my Squarespace homepage and I can see 
who's coming to the sites, where are they coming from, the referring traffic, what the demographics of the people. It's it's really, really unique. Yeah. So try it out. Go to squarespace.com slash mom for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mom to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Do it. Now's the time. Hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Your mom. <laughs> uh, your mother and I, Tommy, say it. Your mother and I are looking forward to this next chapter. <laughs> All right. Um, your mother and let's, I. Uh, let's get into this, Gene. Your mother and I. Very exciting stuff. Okay. Big show. Okay. Big ready? show. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. I'm ready, mother. Here we go. Let's go, home. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, that guy looks totally normal, though. <laughs> I piss rattlesnakes. Yep. And drink wild. I spit rattlesnakes and mm-hmm. piss dandelions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sleep out under an oak tree <laughs> when the moon is full. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Yep. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura. and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. in my book. It says focus, Christina. You wrote this, you're writing. What's the last word? I can't read it. This is your writing. Kiss? Let me see. What did you write me? Did I write you something in there? Yeah, that's your writing, isn't it? Yeah, that is. We like to... A little it says focus, Christina. Focus. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like? A little known... Mom, we'll let you in on a, a very intimate mommy secret is that Tom and I, since we first started seeing each other, we always have these comedy notebooks. You always see me scribbling. Yeah. And we would go into the deep pages and write each other messed up messages or draw pictures of dicks and balls. Mm-hmm. Um, our favorite thing to do on airplanes, those magazines, remember we used to draw dicks like on every page of the, the Sky Mall catalog? Yeah, and then put it back. It's great. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. You know that's a gift to somebody <laughs> who's sitting there. Sky Mall magazine defacement is probably one of my favorite things we've done fantastic. together. I forgot we, we should do that again. Yeah, that was great. That's another thing you can do to spice things up. Um, how you doing? How are you feeling right now? Oh, uh, tired. We had yeah. a crazy weekend. Our Both our kids are sick. Everybody's getting sick. You're getting sick. The baby had a fever yesterday, so I had to run him to the doctor. And you know what they always say when you bring your kid in? Ah, it's a virus. It'll be fine. Yeah. The worst part <laughs> about me, honestly, getting sick <coughs> is that it's during this goddamn challenge. Oh, right. And, you know, your body just wants to rest. Yeah. And I've, I'm falling behind. So the current standings right now. Right. It's sober fart-tober. It's sober October and... The bane of my existence. And there's not that much time left. There's about a week left, yeah. And it, it had been pretty close for a while, and then Joe went nuts yeah. a few days ago. You knew ago. he was going to. Yeah. You knew it was coming. He's pulled far and away ahead of us. Yeah. 
Um, so really, it's a competition now between Bert, Ari, and I, which we kind of always knew it would be. Yeah. It's been neck and neck, but like yesterday, I just couldn't do anything excessive. Yeah. You know, my body was just like, you need Shutting to rest. Down. Yeah. But then you're like, fuck, I, you have to get something even on a low. The, the whole thing is I've always gotten points every day. Yeah. Because if you let a day go by, it's just, it, you're, you're in too deep of a hole. So even if you walk around and get some points, you know, going on a now, long walk. Can you wear this telemetry strap just all day? Or can, you could. Can we put it on one of the dogs and have <laughs> the dog run in the backyard? Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll register the dog. But it won't? I don't think so. But yeah. it, it's just one of those or things a toddler. where like... Dude, our kid runs all day. Man, put wish, it on him. I wish. That they, kid burns calories. They'd be like, you really were very <laughs> active. He's um, so crazy. Yeah, but like I just fucking... I did great the day before. I've been, I've been doing it all month. But man, feeling like this doesn't make you want to run. No, when you're sick, you don't want to live. Yeah. You don't want to do shit, son. It sucks. It sucks your will to live. I know. You'll, hopefully it'll be better soon. You just got to take drugs. I don't know what drugs to take. Like Dayquil. All right. Maybe I'll take some Dayquil. Take some Dayquil. Get yourself jacked. It'll jack me up? It'll jack you off. Okay. Speaking of that opening clip. Doesn't that feel like your first six years in stand-up? Like every open mic? Oh, I thought you meant like, doesn't this feel like your, retro your mom's Your stand-up? Oh. Uh, this, that's what it feels like to me. Like, Our I got episode. such a big smile when I saw this. I was like, <laughs> this is what this show is all about. I did an interview with Larry King. Uh, that's right, yesterday. Yesterday, and it'll be out in a few weeks, the week the movie comes out. And um, he was like, who would you love to have on your mom's house? And I was like, um, I don't know, man. Because I was like... I don't know. I, I started talking about, I go, we like trash TV, like Bravo. <laughs> and he was like, what? But I really wanted to say, I should have said like uh, King Ass Ripper. That's exactly who I was thinking. Yeah, I didn't. Real, real talent, real celebrity. He did say, he was like, he was like, so what do you like on your show? I was like, you know, we like to play like viral internet clips of like, like a guy who's like <laughs> really high on meth and he just wants to invite strangers and have sex with them. And he was like... <laughs> His face was just so perplexed. Well, I think that's the challenge of writing this CBS pilot that we're doing right now. Yeah, is yeah. that so? The other night I did a show at Flappers and I asked, I answered people's questions. They're like, How's the pilot? And I'm like, You know what? We're really trying to keep it real to what your mom's house is. Mm-hmm. I mean, within the confines of a network show. Yeah, like, but the spirit being the same. The same. Yeah. But we can't have a guy being like, I came in four strokes. Yeah. So much thick cock. Come. Couldn't believe how big his dick was. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say that guy, because I went to do a show at Bar Lubitsch and I was watching like younger male comics and the first six years, it's just masturbation. Like yeah. all they talk about is jerking their dicks, which is fine. I'm not, I'm just saying, it's just, it reminded me of like, oh yeah, this is early comedy. Oh, this guy's got some other material. <laughs> if you want to see some of his stuff, here, let's get into it again. I piss rattlesnake. Yeah, this is Matt Crass. Remember this Drink guy? Wow. I spit rattlesnakes. This is piss dandelion. Yeah, this is an open mic. I sleep out under an oak. It is kind of open. This is like the bowling alley, Canoga Bowl, Sunday night. I fuck under cover of darkness. Yeah. Black women only, Mm -hmm. because the sun can't spy on them. They're like animals, like beasts, raccoons, and foxes in sheets. God, I love this shit. (laughs) Wild. 
Dangerous. Yeah. You know, maybe I do like spoken word. Yeah. This is pretty good stuff. <laughs> if it were like this. Yeah, I'd watch this all day. Yeah. I. Why are we so attracted? This too, this lights me up I inside. I think this guy is a hero. Yeah, me too. I like poopy. You say poopy and my face lights up and crazy people. Like I, I love Gigi Allen, this fucking guy, Steve. Life's is smooth and pink times is sweet. <laughs> I love to taste that pussy meat. Yeah, pussy meat. Drink the nectar. I like that. Oh, wow. Oh, pussy. He is rhyming quite a bit. It's good. It's yeah. not bad. Drink the pussy meat or eat the pussy and then drink the nectar that it secretes. I mean, he, this is off the top of the dome. Pretty good. Uh, somebody, pretty good. Somebody needs to lay a beat under this. All right. Oh, I'm That's sure they call. will. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I like how it tastes like dandelion wine. Is that right? Like sassafras water to orange my spine. The color of a mud puddle with shoots at the water line. Hey. And I like to lick the petals of iron roses in a glass of brine. I mean, this stream of consciousness is pretty impressive. It's actually really good. It sounds like he wants to get mudded. It sounds like (laughs) he may be under the influence of something. No. But that's the whole thing. No. Is this drugs or mental illness? What that's do you say? That's an interesting segment. Yeah. We need a also uh, intro music for mental illness or yeah. drugs. Drugs or mental illness. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, the intensity of the eyes, the cadence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go mental illness. Uh, maybe schizophrenia, the stream of consciousness here. Because mm-hmm. uh, meth guy, try it out. That guy's meth, right? We learned that. Yeah. Uh, that's more aggressive. A lot of shoulder action. This could be, this guy could be mushrooms, acid, this, you know. Maybe. Could be. I'm, I'm feeling his intense eye contact. That's mm. mental illness to me. Yeah, all right. And the weird I once phrases. fashioned a boat for my lover. Uh-huh. All gilt and ornamented with gold and silver and starlight. Yeah. On an Egyptian river. I once fashioned a boat um, for my lover. I just also feel like, you know, it's not high production. Yeah. But the fact that he knows to have a microphone and a light and a camera on. Whoa, wait a minute. It's pretty good. I just noticed that. <laughs> I mean, this is not your typical, your mom's house submission. Whoa, wait a minute. It's kind of framed <laughs> semi-correctly. I like the lighting. The lighting is, it's, you know, it's <laughs> deliberate. It's not right, but it's... It's a choice. and uh, But the biggest thing, the biggest credit we have to give him is audio. It's Clear good. audio. Wow, you're right. And I like his Iggy Pop thing. He's kind of shirtless yeah. with the long, weird hair. Uh, you're right. This is kind of a revelation. The, gosh, see, now I'm going on for drugs because mental illness wouldn't have the wherewithal. Right. Could be drugs. Yeah. Drugs, you have the focus. Let us know, sir. What? Which, <laughs> which is it? Where is she who wants to leave forever with me under the leaves twinkling in dark forestry mm-hmm. and in under the waves of blind on blind mm. and gripping tightly mm. in the hand each a dusty, rough chunk of time. I tell you, Asheville, mm. North Carolina. They got a lot of talented people. <laughs> so... Yeah, that guy's pretty... Is that guy from North Carolina? I have no idea, but that's what I saw. Can he open for you? Yeah, he could open for me. What if you brought this guy? That's my new contest. How insane can I make my openers be? <laughs> that would be so fun. 
this guy's your open your if audience, the audience like, was come behind on, it, Segura. So if they knew what was going on, it would be really fun. You know, if they knew <laughs> we we're like, it's gonna be crazy at my shows. <laughs> I'm gonna bring out an absolute I love this. Person. We could do like a gong show of crazy people in the audience. But if you folks. just if you just surprise them with it, there'd be a lot of disappointment, you know? Yeah, they got to be in on it. They got to be in on well, it. Well, because this truly, for more than 30 seconds, you can't really sit through this. It's pretty painful. Yeah. This is like open mic. This mm-hmm. is what you sit through for six years. Yeah. <sighs> if that bitch only knew. She was getting <laughs> mudded. Oh, oh, damn crew. Hey. 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 Um... I'm just making sure our guest is on time there. She's going to be a little bit late, she, she says. Is? Okay. If that bitch only knew. She was getting murdered by them crew. Stupid. We've been saying fuck the points lately. Have We've been we? eating well. Yeah, last night. Little grilled cheese. We had in and out uh, yesterday. You got to do was, it, though. Yeah. But sick day, you just want to eat every, And you don't feel full ever on sick days. No. When you have a cold... I know. It's so weird. It's like a bottomless pit. I don't understand. I guess because your body's burning so much just to fight the illness. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's my theory. I was thinking about how disloyal you are, and somebody sent in this Mm -hmm. um, clip. This is from a show in Australia where they test a guy's wife to see if she's (laughs) (laughs) FGTRTD. They test the wife? Well, yeah. They should test the guy. No. Want to see what happened? Yeah. What's the number one element to a successful marriage? That's where you guys have to yell out trust. What is it? Trust. Trust. See? They're my two detectives over there. They're going to be working for me today. I'm about to make a call to my wife that's going to scare the bejesus out of her. And let's see if she's going to trust her husband (laughs) when the detectives knock on the door. Let's see how she goes. So this dude who obviously has a show... Yeah. Has um has set up his wife. So here's what he's doing. Okay. He calls her in a panic and basically tells his wife that detectives are about to arrive at the house about a date, a certain date. And he's like, lie to them and say I was home that day. <laughs> and that's it. And then he just like, he's like, I, I got, and then they knock on the door. It's actors. <laughs> oh. And then there's like hidden cameras, but he really fucking throws her into a panic. <laughs> Honey, honey, babe, listen to me. You are about to get a knock on the door by a policeman. Now, babe, listen, do you need to do me a favour and say to him that night that I was down in Adelaide for Laneway Festival, Friday, Feb 2nd, babe, you need to tell him that I was with you, okay? But why? I wasn't in Adelaide. Oh my god. I was with you and the family here in Sydney. You're scaring me. You're uh, scaring me. Just, no. Just do it. Just do it, babe. Go, go. <laughs> Torturing her. What a so dick. Fantastic. What a dick. Uh officers. Day and King. Stick with your husband. He's not here. Uh, at the moment? No. Okay. Do you know um, when he might be home? No. No, okay. Oh, she looks so nervous. Oh, she is. We're looking into talking to him about the incident that happened in Adelaide. Well, you need to speak to him, I'm sorry. Okay. What am I? When will he be back, do you know? Um, I think he's just taking the dog for a walk. Uh, the incident occurred on February 2nd. Was he in Sydney or in Adelaide? I can't remember. She says, I can't remember. <gasps> so she, they asked her specifically that day. Uh, I, can't I don't know whether he was home in Sydney or in Adelaide on that day. No, I, can't, I can't remember. Okay. What time is he going to be back? Well, he'll be back at about 8 o'clock tonight. 8 p.m.? Yeah. And you can't remember any details from that night, Friday, February the 2nd? No, I can't. I can't recall anything. Yeah. 
I mean, she's not telling them what he said to tell them. Right. So, but what, you know what she's doing? She's, she's kind of hedging her bets. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what he did. I'm not going to totally cover for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to plead the fifth kind of. This is thing. terrible. Like, I'm going to be, she's going to walk. How would you remember? Okay. If someone goes, Tom, where was Christina February 5th? No, Do you have no. any fucking recollection? So that's but a good answer. if you had answer. just called me and said. I know. When they say that, then I would have been like, oh, what date? For a second. Oh, yeah. No, no. She was here for sure. Yeah. We, uh, we went out to dinner at the, um, oh, I forget. What's that Argentine place? I would make that up because you yeah. just called me. Well, let me tell you what she's doing wrong here. First of all, when you're lying to the authorities, you have to act surprised when they get to the door. She's not a very good actor. Yeah, no, I you, know. You need to be you like... You know why? She's really truthful. Yeah, she's a good person. Yeah, that's why. That's why. She's not a piece of shit like us. Right. <laughs> she needs to go, oh, oh my goodness, law, you guys are here, the law enforcement here. And then, I don't know, let me check in my calendar, February, what day? Second. Oh, uh, let me see. Yeah, no, we had a babysitter that night. We went out to steak dinner. There it was you go. a date night. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. We'll come back and tell you, man. That's the best process moving no forward. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Man, she's... Is it pissed? Oh, no! Right! She's really upset. She's really upset. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did you do this? It was trust exercise to see if you... Trust exercise. I didn't lie for you. There you go. I'm the better one here. Honey, you (laughs) failed. That's... You're supposed to trust me. Come and meet the detectives. Yeah. She's just like you. She's a liar. Yeah. She's a a disloyal FGT. Uh, She's not an FGTR. Babe. Yeah. I don't know if FGTRTD can be... She's not a girl that rides till death. Appropriate here. Yeah. Okay. That's for girls that ride till death. <laughs> and we have it in the store, by the way. And I really hope that the only people uh. wearing them are <laughs> real loyal chicks. Look, I'm extremely loyal. I, okay, here's the deal. If you gave me that call yeah. and I didn't know what you'd done at that point, mm-hmm. I would lie for you to the yeah, police. Thank you. So let's just say I'm ride or die on ignorance... And I can plead ignorance later and be like, oh, it, my calendar was wrong. I thought you meant, so, oh, February 6th? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I fucked up. I had it in here differently. I thought you, I thought you meant June. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, then I take it back once I found out that you killed the Starbucks barista. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, I had a, a fan of the show ask me if you've seen forensic files. Yeah, of course. And they're like, yeah, but the, they always get caught on that show. So Well, the show... Only profiles the losers cases. Yeah. The losers who get caught is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. It's all those, the those fucking dummies. FGTRTDs who get caught. That murdered somebody with curly hair like they're not supposed to, like like Felipe told us to. <laughs> so how do you think you can get away with it? How do you get away with it? I'm not going to give away all my secrets on this show. You have to burn the body with acid, right? It's a good way to do it. I mean, I heard. I don't know. Um, here's an email. If that bitch. Okay, go ahead. Hey, mommies, I'm a new listener. I enjoy the show. Really, recently in a meeting at work, one of the dads on my team mentioned <laughs> courtesy flushing. Oh. He believes we don't do this enough. <laughs> now, the courtesy flush isn't something new to me, but I almost never do it. Oh. Since that meeting, I've been thinking about them nonstop. <laughs> do you do them? Do they work? I would imagine no. they only work 
in a shit iceberg situation where the log or mm. sludge pile sticks out of the water. Mm-hmm. If the shit is underwater, how could it continue to give off that stench? Personally, I believe the need to courtesy flush is rather rare. Thoughts, T-Money. Uh, sorry, T, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think courtesy flushes are definitely a way to go. You do that here? Oh, yeah. You do that for me? Oh, yeah, you do. I hear you flushing multiple oh, yeah. times. And I think in public settings, oh, wow. it's, a, it's definitely a thing to do. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Do you realize for 14 years, I thought that you were flushing so frequently because mm-hmm. there was so much brown coming out? No. Oh, you're... It's courtesy. You're courtesy. Yeah. That's... Babe, you realize... You know that joke you're you have? You're just discovering that Yeah. That we are like, will you come out and, you, and I go, do we need to go to the hospital? Yeah. That was because I'm like, why is he fucking flushing so much? There must be so much caca that comes out. Well, there is a lot of caca, but my thing is that, especially, you know, that first, the first release is usually the biggest release, right? right? Mm-hmm. When that Not comes in my out, case, my second. Uh, but when that comes out, you have fresh caca that just came out of you. <laughs> yeah. I hit flush immediately. Huh. It sucks all the caca down. Yeah. So the smell is going to be less than it would be if it just sat there. Yeah. It's like soup. Like when you're cooking soup and it go, the smell goes through the house. If it sits in yeah. the toilet longer, it's going to smell longer, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No question about it. Yours smell sour. Your poopies always smell sour. No, sometimes they smell sweet, but that's diabetes. <laughs> Have you ever smelled Do you mine? courtesy flush? Never? No. Do you smell my browns? No. That's a lie. No, I don't. You've never smelled my brown. I haven't. We've shared a bathroom before. I mean, still maybe do. some little after remnant, but yeah. not nothing strong. You, I always know when you've just gone... Because you leave behind the reminder toilet paper. It's one oh, square yeah. and there's like a dab of brown on it. It's like, oh, that's his last wipe. And well, that's just, just to let you know that I did it. Yeah. Yeah. How come you leave that there? I wanted you to know that I did it. Why don't you flush it down? I don't. I want you to be proud of me. <laughs> I always flush that for you so that no one else sees it in the house. It's so embarrassing. I do it for you. Okay. I show you my skills. Look, will you read this one? Marriage advice needed. Dear mommies, dearest, no wire hangers. Oh, I know that reference. I am so blessed to be married for 15 years to some random girl I knocked up. (laughs) It has been a great 15 years, but I've been worried the whole time because my wife has never given any evidence that she shits. No smells after she goes, no splashes on the bowl, no nothing. I'm worried because either A, she doesn't shit, in which case... (laughs) I'm married to some sort of Austin Power sex bot that does laundry, or B, even after 15 years, she is still not comfortable to shit around me. How can I help her feel comfortable to visit Browntown when she wants? We've been together a good while, but even during labor with both our kids, she didn't shit the table, which I was looking forward to almost as much as meeting my new kiddos. You've both given great advice and would love to hear your perspectives. Please email me back with whatever you have. Thank you so much for your time and entertainment and advice. Jeans up, David. Well, I would first say to David, just say thank you. Yeah. I mean, you don't need her to want to shit in front of you. That's the last line. So, so she's keeping but one... He's, but he's kind of worried because there's not even evidence of Listen, her Listen, she's shitting, okay? But she's doing it in secret, and yeah. that's what bothers him, is that she's feeling the need to hide. Yeah, but think of it as it's some. she's still trying 
to maintain some level <laughs> of sexiness for him. That's how I would think of it. Oh. You know what I mean? She's still trying to be like, you know, we've Secrets. had kids. You've seen my pussy blown oh out. Oh, my gosh. Um, we've seen each other and probably our worst, and we've been sick around each other. But I'm just still trying to make you not think of me as a pooper. Yeah. And that's just a nice thing. She's just trying to be keep it. I guess. But I feel like that's there. there's that level. Like, I close the door because I don't want you to see me poop. I don't want you to see me poop either. But... I don't. I don't go out of my way to hide it. I know, and I feel like that's what he's like. Well, why doesn't she trust me? But enough? that's the level she's at. She wants it to be like that. I, I worry for her only that she might have shame surrounding the brown, and I feel like it's not good to have shame around brown. That's or, true. Or sex or anything. Yeah, I, I, I mean, worry for her levels of shame. I mean, the only thing I could tell you, if 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 you're really concerned about that, is you could tell her, be like, hey, you know. <laughs> You know I take big big dumps. Sure. And I know you do too. Yeah. And I don't feel like you should be I take big dumps. Yeah, I don't think you should be ashamed of it. You don't have to run to a different side of the house to poop. I don't mind you pooping. It doesn't bother yeah. me at all. Does she fart in front of you? Probably not from the Probably not. Just tell her you like her farts. Tell her you want to know what they smell like. Yeah, just to ask her. Ax ax her. Ax her that and see what happens. Okay. You know? Um, God, there's so much to go into here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Jean, have you ever had someone kind of come up to you and say, you smell amazing. What are you wearing? Probably no. not you, but they have to me, uh, because I have used scent bird. Oops, hold on. I, I'm sorry, guys. I pulled up the wrong one. Apologies. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. That girl smells amazing. So many people have said it to me mm-hmm. because I use Scentbird. Um, and it's awesome because you get to try out all the fancy smells. I'm talking Gucci, Prada, Dolce, and Cabana. Okay. Does that rhyme? Maybe. Um, those are super expensive smells, but Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. And it's so great because it's a service you get to try out. There's uh, 120 different sprays, so you always smell amazing. Free shipping all the time. And forget the department store and the pushy salespeople. I agree. I don't like going to shop for my my scents in the mall because then those ladies, they always try to wrangle you into buying stuff. Um, and I like about, what I like about Scentbird, too, is that you can try all these great brands without buying the entire bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you do that? You buy this huge bottle of something of course. and it sits on your shelf for years and years and years. And now you can try a bunch of new scents without being married to one forever. Scentbird has 450 designer brands and you choose one every month. Try exactly the brands you want. It's the real deal. It's the real deal. It's not like a, a knockoff. It's the actual smell, which is fantastic. Um, so that's why I use scentbird.com. This, uh, there's an exclusive offer. You'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first perfume. Isn't that just bananas, jeans? Bananas. That's scentbird, S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash mom. Use our code mom for 50% off your first month. S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash mom. Sign on and smell amazing. This episode is also brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission 
free, the non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. I've been a long time, lifelong actual believer in uh, in pressing people to invest. It is really one of the great things you can do for yourself, mm. for your family, uh, have wealth grow, and what a great way to do it with Robinhood. No commission fees. Some brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You trade stocks and keep all of your profits, and you learn by doing it. Learn to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, personalized news feed, custom notifications for price movement so you never miss the right moment to invest. I love that. Again, I'm a big believer in doing this, and it's great to have an app that is so user-friendly like Robinhood's. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at yourmom.robinhood.com. That's Y-O-U-R-M-O-M.robinhood.com. Gene? Yes. As you mentioned, uh, we've been watching so many Bravo shows. Oh, my God. Uh, it's You know, we go through phases of stuff. Like, we get into scripted shows, and we always, we always go back to Bravo. Are we going to tack on that into this episode, by the I way? I don't know, but I, I don't know. We'll okay. see, but... Um, I thought we should discuss the the episode we watched with Hannah and Conrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so this is Below yeah. Deck Med. There's two. There's Below Deck and Below Deck Med. Yes. And so Hannah's the chief stew, stewardess, and she's banging the bosun, mm-hmm. who's like 23 years old. She's 30. She's 30, yeah. And so- Seven years, yeah. That's a, that's a, but not only just seven years, it's like those are the quantum leap years. Like your early that's 20s true. are so different from your 30s. That's true. You're just establishing yourself. You're still not really an adult. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, We've been kind of going back and forth on this. So Conrad and this chick are banging, dating for what, a couple weeks? Yeah, on a boat. You know, they're living in this kind of isolated world, right? Because you're right. floating around just working together with... The personalities that you work with and guests. So it's kind of like study abroad. You're like, it's, I think the love happens Fast. in these. Yeah, and it's in this isolated world, basically. So everything's kind of heightened and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So um, I guess he bought her a carton of cigarettes when they were in port. Mm-hmm. And at the end of a, a night of drinking or whatever. No, they were about to go out. Oh, oh they're right. about to go out. Right. Getting well, ready, right? I don't know when they, yeah, the, when he bought it, but then they're getting ready to go out. On a, on a night out on, you know, uh, right. Free oh, night, right, right, right. So she's getting ready and it's kind of quick. And and he's like, they have their cabins next to the crew does yeah. all downstairs on the boat. And he leans over and he's like, oh, hey, uh, don't forget you owe me 50 bucks for... Uh, 50 euro. Yeah, you owe me 50 My. euro for that, right? Yeah. He, he says it real casually. Yes. He's not like, hey. He's he not goes, a Oh, he's like, heads up. You owe me that 50 bucks. Yeah. And... um she immediately is like, okay, uh, hold on. Let me get that for you. He's like, no, no, I'm not like right now. I'm just saying like, I, it just, yeah, I just remembered that. Yeah. So I'm telling you. She's like, no, 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 no. And you can tell that she's kind of rolls her eyes. She's not into it. Yeah. And she goes into her wallet. She gets the 50. She goes, here you go. He's like, I didn't mean like right now. And then you kind of think that, I don't know, is this, how serious is this exchange right now? But then they get into a van and they drive off, and you can tell it's really eating at her. So she starts to be like, oh, uh, 
you got your 50 back, right? Like you, <laughs> you all settled now? And he's like, I yeah. wasn't making a big deal about it. Yeah. Then she starts to do kind of juvenile stuff because she starts to bring up um, like gifts that she's been given. Well, before. and then she's like, I had a BMW when I was 16. Mm-hmm. My grandma gave it to me. Or whatever. And I miss it. It's my favorite car. Where's Hannah from? She's South African. Is she? I don't, I can't remember. They all sound. She's Australian. Cool. She's Australian. They all have better accents than ours. Yeah. And then the Americans go on the boat and they're like, we don't want no vegetables, no fruit. Uh, you got to have a lot of ranch dressing. I Otherwise, <laughs> I don't want to eat it. I want chicken strips, ranch. Uh, so anyways, so she gets really bent out of shape about this $50. Yeah. And then it really escalates. Yeah. Then she pulls him aside and she goes... I don't know if I'm like the right girl for you. And he takes that as you have to be someone that would spend money. But she's saying, this is the way I interpreted it. Yeah. He takes offense to it, like extreme offense to it, that, that maybe she's looking for a guy with a lot of money to buy her things. Right. And then her defense of that is like, no, I'm just saying that if you're making sure you get your 50 back as a priority... That's so not really, it does get complicated because actually there's a lot of nuance to the conversation. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm just saying like if 50, if you got to get your 50, like you're not willing to, you know, buy me something for 50 bucks without running to get it back. I might not be like that to me is not a relationship. Right. And then he keeps going, look, I am, belie- I am of the belief that everything is 50, 50, like down the middle. And of course, this is where like, yeah, this is also where the age comes into it because then he's saying, or the reality is that he's 23. He doesn't have a lot of money. Right. So is it, you almost kind of go like, well, the E should have been a little more understanding of the other one. She should have been more cognizant of the fact that when you're 23 years old, $50 can make or break you. Yeah. And so like when a guy buys you something that expensive and you're in a position that you're a little older and, and maybe you've been have earning more money scratch. For longer, yeah. yeah. Like you should kind of volunteer to pay him back. And they've only been dating for two weeks. Now this conversation is really not about money when you think about it right Right. it's like uh, it's an exchange it's like from a woman's perspective it's like ew right i'm giving you my heart my poon Mm -hmm. my tits and all that stuff and you're doing like tit for tat like it's kind of gross it is kind of gross but i also i also realize though that money and and how you view it and how you spend it and your whole view on it has so much to do with your upbringing and it's completely hardwired into you a thousand times so like you Ugh. know i would ask for the 50 back from my friend but not the chick but not the chick that i'm girlfriend up. no for sure i know but then see what the thing is too like when you're first dating and when i dated people and I, even when we were first dating in our 20s like we both were broke yeah so i was like i would pay for something and then you would pay for something that's true we would kind of covered way. you on something i would not bring it back no. up like, like, hey, remember when I <laughs> bought that thing? You got to give me that back. I'd be like, uh. Because to me, that says, like, that's your friend. That's yeah. Not, that's, but that's my, I'm aware enough to know that that's how my mind operates. Yeah. And I also am aware enough to know that I wouldn't want a girl to think that 50 meant that much to me, even if it did. Right, I would right, rather right. just eat that because I wouldn't want her to think like, is 50 <laughs> going to yeah. fucking really affect you? Even if it did, Can. I would oh still God, be like, yeah. nah, it's fine. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, but I mean, again, that's that's looking back on... 
God. who I was and how I was raised. And well, that's know, I always thing. tried to pay for dates. You're sweet. Yeah. yeah, but you were chivalrous and like, but I think also the reason you and I worked so well is that you were always offering to pay back in the day when you didn't have it. And I yeah. wasn't the kind of girl that would take no, advantage of that. Very nice. Right. I lucked out. And you also did not have expensive tastes. You were not somebody no. who was like, you gotta be fancier. <laughs> no. you know? In yeah. fact, I, our first date, remember you, I was like, let's go to this bar in Pasadena that you can still smoke at. Yeah. <laughs> that was my big night out with you. It's true. Uh, but you're right about that family stuff, man, about money. Yeah. Like my parents, I had to really unlearn a lot of poverty thinking and a lot of scarcity thinking and like It's like in your DNA after it's a while. It's horrible. Yeah. And it's and it actually makes you more anxious and it makes you reject it actually prevents you from earning more money. But that makes you kind of understand it's that crazy. kid's point of view. Yeah. Because he talks about it. He comes from a family where the dad had what was it? He was He's found out that like he didn't see his dad for a long time. And then when his dad did visit, it was like to, his dad visited him to verify something so that he didn't, he had to make sure he didn't have to pay any more child support. And then he left. Oh, so like, cool. He views That's his relationship with money. With money. Yeah. Negative. It's, it's very negative. Yeah. And he views um, anybody who wants even like you to give him a dollar as somebody who's trying to take something from him. Interesting. You know, somebody with ulterior motives, you know. Interesting. So the in, in a child's mind... He could have been like, oh, the reason my dad isn't around is because of money. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know what that is. And even like you know. people listening right now all have different relationships with money. Oh my gosh, know? yeah. And some people, I mean, it's natural. Some people would naturally side with the, with Conrad, the boy, and some would be like, what? Just fucking. Because she's not that. They make her out to be materialistic, Hannah, on this episode. Like, oh, she's materialistic. She's just this bitch who wears Yves Saint Laurent. It's like, well, no, she actually worked really hard yeah. to buy those things that she enjoys wearing, yeah. and that's, that's totally her own money, it, and who gives a shit? But I, I want to throw out there, because I, I struggled with money for many years. Not, I mean, uh, I think philosophically and the poverty mentality yeah. and like, I don't deserve nice things or, um, cause money's not, it's an exchange. It's, it's not about, uh, anyways, there's this great lady named Louise Hay. She's dead now. She just died. Mm -hmm. Louise L. Hay. And she gave, there's a talk about money. Uh, it's, you can download it on iTunes. I recommend listening to that. That really changed my perspective on, on money and deserving more in life in general. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you get stuck in that fucking poor mentality, dude. That's a fucker. Did you know, by the way, did you know that Rosie O'Donnell played a special person in a movie? No. Yes. Stop it. I swear to you. How did I miss this? It, it was just sent to us. Was, Are you fucking joking? Rachel is beautiful and successful. Lovely. Beth has a style all of her own. Excellent. They have nothing in common. I didn't even know you had a sister. She's retarded. <laughs> Now they're going to be more than family. They're going to be friends. That's you and me now, Rachel. A film by Angelica Houston. I like you just the way you are. And who's that famous actress she's with, too? Andy McDowell. Yeah, Andy McDowell. Rosie O'Donnell. You're weird! Andy McDowell. So are you. Riding the bus with my sister, Tuesday at 1. <laughs> oh, my God. On Hallmark. Can we watch this whole film and do, like, a streaming? She really went for it, Rosie. Can we watch this full movie and do an episode where we watch it? Uh, you want to? <laughs> we got to get a hold of riding the bus with my sister. <laughs> Only on BBC Four. Uh. She's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> You're Dude. weird. Can I watch that again? 
Do you want to see that again? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I didn't really. Rachel is beautiful and successful. Oh my Lovely. god. Beth has a style all of her own. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting they it. have nothing in common. <laughs> I didn't know you had a sister. She's retarded. <laughs> now they're going to be more than family. <laughs> They're going to be Wait. friends. That's you and me now, Rachel. A film by Angelica Houston. <laughs> this is unreal. Angelica Houston. Yeah, she just did this film. Yeah, famous lady too. So, can you imagine Rosie O'Donnell like practicing being? Retarded. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, wait, wait. How do I run? Like, is her run is a little ridiculous? There. Yeah, it was. It was kind of silly. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. You're like, weird. Andy McDowell. <laughs> How do you get into that mental place? That's what I'm saying. To, to, to play one of these roles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it's like you're, you want to portray it sympathetically and accurately. Yeah. But it's also kind of funny. Kind of. I like how she has a stack of cookies. She's like, that's what retarded people do, right? They eat a whole stack of I don't of know. They Oreos. Love, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's really something. <laughs> what year was this? Um... <laughs> How did I miss this? 2005. No. Yeah, that's old. I mean, you know, relatively. This one kind of flew under the radar. A little bit. A little bit. Wish it hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this reminds me. Yeah. 62 Up is coming out in 2019 I from the Up series. Wait. We got to go see that. They usually play it at a small theater here in LA. If you're in, if you're in the, the UK, you probably know about the Seven Up series that started it's in the fantastic. 60s, where they follow a group of English kids from the time they're seven years old. And every seven years, they revisit them to see the premise of Erasmus. You give me the, the child from the age of seven, I'll show you the man. That's what the philosopher it's said. so fascinating. To see if you can transcend your socioeconomic. Guys, if you really want to binge on something. Uh, levels, yeah. It's great. Binge on something cool. Watch the Seven Up series. Yeah, it's called the Number Seven UP mm-hmm. series. Seven Up, every meaning every seven they years. They have enough. revisited these same Ooh. kids every seven years, and it is the fascinating thing is because the premise of the of the whole series they go show me. Uh, right, I a, just said. I that. know, I know, but show me the kid at seven, and I'll show, show you the, the man. man. Right. Yeah. So when you see, or give them, me the kid until he's yeah, seven, right. and I'll show you the man. How you raise and them? And how many of these kids? That you see on that first one, and it's black and white. You know, yeah. it's it's whatever sixty the years ago, um, and you see the kid who's like, oh, "I'm going to go to yeah. uh, Cambridge. I'm reading maths at Cambridge." And that kid grows up, and he goes yeah. to Cambridge, yeah, and he becomes a lawyer. And then you see like <laughs> the kid who's uh, on the monkey bars by his teeth is hanging yeah. off, <laughs> and then he's uh, he's running around pulling his pants up because they they keep falling down. And he hasn't bought a belt. And he's like, yeah, that they, they really they show you the full run of it. It's fascinating. It's, it's really fascinating. What's but uh, especially in the UK, what's interesting is this idea that you can kind of transcend your your socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. I think back, you know, the idea like if you're born in a certain class, are you going to be able to get out of it? Yeah, and the rich get richer. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. So, is it sixty-two? Of no, is it sixty-nine? Now it's sixty-two, right? Is it? The next I don't know. One, I, I don't fucking know. forget. You want to read that? Here we go. Stop love shaming Julia to Tad and Crispy. I seek your attention based on the recent broadcasting of a video made by a man. No, oh, why does that go away? <laughs> I don't know. That the two of you and Flipper Sparta openly love shamed. I don't know what that means. Julia, oh, Flipper Sparrow's our guest, Felipe Esparza. Mm. Julia sharing this video is essentially revenge porn. In today's climate, simply greeting a woman 
politely is grounds for an indecency accusation and a guilty verdict in the court of public opinion. Granted, the gentleman who sent the video would be able to text his Julia-aged daughter with the same efficiency. If I cut off nine of his fingers, I vehemently reiterate that he is stepping into the unknown in order to utilize his iPhone technology in the name of love. I formally request you cease love-shaming a man who took a huge leap in the name of his world, Julia. (laughs) She deserves to feel like a real woman. She's gorgeous. She's precious. Let's go full throttle. (laughs) Forever not too dumb to come, Patrick. Yeah. Wow. Listen, don't fucking blame this Me Too stuff on. Say good morning, Julia. Julia. (laughs) Uh, Don't blame the Me Too movement on not being able to hit all limits. You guys know the fucking difference. Come on. Wanna say good morning? (laughs) Good morning. Julia. (sighs) He's something that guy. Could you imagine waking up next to that every day? Good morning, Tom. I know. Let's go full throttle. <laughs> Let's go full throttle. I love you so much. Oh my god. The level of No devotion. one would ever love you the way that I do. It's Julia. so fucking weird. Full man. throttle. Let's go full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go full throttle. Full throttle. Yeah. God, that guy is really scary. It's so beyond scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really terrifying man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before social media, you would just get creepy letters from guys. I had, once had a guy in high school leave notes on my windshield. After That's, you experienced me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Yeah. A guy who would follow me to Taco Bell with my friend after school. How'd that feel? Terrible. I what, hate him. What age? This is high school, like senior year. He would just follow you? He didn't go to my, I went to an old girl's high school, and this guy would somehow like break into campus, put a note on my car, follow Shauna and me to Taco Bell and like show up there, show up at my house, like really, really crazy, crazy. It's really crazy. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Oh, man. I will love you like you've never been loved before. That's what's insane to say to somebody the day after you met them. Yeah. That's the part where you go like, because there could be parts of this that are charming, you know, could be. Yeah. And then you go somewhere there, you're like, no. no. Full throttle. Yeah, yeah, he's a little obsessed. But it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me, you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's too old for this type of behavior, too. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course. He's old. He's like, what, 30-something? At least. At least. Maybe in his 40s. Let's go full throttle. Let's go full throttle. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go full throttle. Speaking of cool guys, uh, my man, G, has a new social media post up. I saw it. I saw it the other day, and I immediately vomited into my mouth. Um, There couldn't be anyone weirder. He's the uncoolest (laughs) poster on social media. He is the weirdest guy. Weird. He has that, no cool. How does he have like no cool? No, to be that big of a star. Yeah, he has zero cool. I don't know if people understand too. <laughs> I think people are like, oh yeah, he's popular amongst, um, you know, country music. Do you know some? Did you know that the number one act in the world, above Beyonce, Bruno Mars, all of them, everyone? Are you fucking right serious? There. Yep. Yep, and it's, uh, and what he's about to do, what he's about to embark on, what he's announcing here, will be the biggest tour of all time. Who Let my him? man. Do our agents rep this guy? Too? Yes, really. Mm-hmm. 
Go for let it. Let my man tell yeah, you. Yeah, I love it. All about it. Here let he goes. Him, let him be Julia. weird. Who's weirder, Julia or this guy, right? This guy. The full throttle guy. This guy's the weirdest guy of all time. Yeah. yeah. Hey everybody, Garth here, Nashville, Tennessee, right here in the uh, place where we got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Great room right here in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Oh my um, God. Announced the world tour uh, today, the stadium tour. This is going to be fun. So I wanted to call it the Big Ass Stadium Tour. It's just a stadium tour. Above is all the information on it. But what we talked about today is we're going to introduce five cities before Christmas to go on sale because on Inside Studio G, you guys ask for a longer planning date so you can plan to be at as many of these as you can. Here it comes. The first two cities, St. Louis is where we're kicking it off of. Man, you talk about a love fest last time we were there. Phoenix, uh, specifically Glendale, Arizona, uh, where the Cardinals play there at State Farm uh, Stadium as well. So those are the first two. The other three will be announced here shortly. Shortly, and again, they'll all be on sale before uh, Christmas. Wait. And remember, this is all about game day. Every show is going to be game day or Garth day, however you want to look at it. Come dress in your full colors, support your team. Let's go have some fun. And let's get physical playing music. I like that thought. <laughs> huh? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah. What is wrong with you? I think, can I tell you what's really... He doesn't know how to connect to no. human beings. Which is odd that you're himself. such a huge music star. Right. That's the see, this is the conundrum is he's trying to be this friendly social media guy and he's not this guy. Let's get physical playing music. I don't understand. I so like game that. day he means that So he's doing a stadium tour. Right. So all these shows will be where normally football teams. Ah. Right. Oh, so I he's see. like, it's okay. game day, wear your team's favorite colors. So like oh. show up. At the Glendale game wearing Arizona Cardinals gear. And then because it's game day, let's get physical playing music. I like that. I don't <laughs> I mean, get it. So but I'm, I'm not so taken. Let's go have some fun. And let's get physical playing music. I like that thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the crazy chimp smile. Oh, man. I think... Um, it's that he he must not like this process so much of like talking to the camera and yeah. trying to be relatable. Yeah. It's true because you know what happened? Oof. He probably or definitely got in late on social media because we remember when he was yeah. introduced to it, the weirdest video. He's like, hey guys, I'm on of, I'm on MySpace oh, now. It, well I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. <laughs> I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. I mean, that's like the weirdest <laughs> thing that anyone's ever said. I know. So I think what happens is this is a guy that comes from the age of like, just do your music, do, the act. do radio interviews, maybe, you yeah. know, like yeah. do that kind of thing. So all this stuff is so foreign to him that he's never adapted like how to be right. natural doing it. Well, and also, and I'll tell you. And how also he, he might be a monster in real life. I think he's a monster. <laughs> no, I do. And I do. so he, this is him like pretending I do. to can be I, Can I tell you why I think he's a monster? Uh, okay. When somebody really smiles, you see his smile? Yeah. The eyes don't match the smile. When, yeah. when you really smile, look, and it's genuine, the, the, you get wrinkles in yeah. your eyes yeah. and the eyes kind of narrow, right? So his eyes are just normal wide open and then like this. Yeah, that's a sociopath smile. <laughs> like a chimp smile. His, his face doesn't light up to match it. Yeah. I think there's that. I think that he's so well, forcing. He's forcing this relatability, and so it's not relatable. bizarre, you know? No, he's forcing. Well, I think he's a monster. <laughs> I, I think he is. 
He's so afraid that people are going to see that he might be a little shitty. Because mm-hmm. you watch somebody like Dolly Parton, okay? Yeah. Watch her talk to anybody, and you can tell that Dolly Parton is Dolly Parton is Dolly Parton, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's so she speaks from the heart. You can tell she's warm, but this this guy is dark city, darkness, darkness, darkness. darkness. You really feel like that darkness, yeah. And but he doesn't embrace the darkness. He keeps pushing it and pushing it away. Yeah. And that's what that looks like when you're like, I'm nice. <laughs> I promise I'm nice. They <laughs> love me. Everybody likes me, daddy. Uh, hey, uh, okay, well, how did I do here? How did I do? <laughs> hey, Tom here inside your mom's house studio where we film every episode. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, I just want to announce our Take It Down tour. I wanted to call it the Take It Down your throat out your asshole tour, but it's just take it down. And uh, uh, I wanted to announce some dates because you guys asked me, you said, can you let us know way ahead of time so we can <laughs> be able to go to as many of these as we want to? Yeah, so here's the first two, man. Uh, we're going to do the Masonic in San Francisco, January 4th. Oh, that's <laughs> such a love fest there last time. And then we just added uh, Oklahoma City on Tuesday, actually. <laughs> See comedy on Tuesday. We're going to do Tuesday, Oklahoma City at the Tower Theater. And that's going to be January 22nd. And we're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Hey, dress up, wear your favorite things. And this, this whole thing is going to be like sports fun. It's like, hey, comedy while we're getting physical. I like that. Even there, yeah. you're super relatable and... You're connecting. And normal, right? You're like, this is a normal guy. You did a great job. Thanks. Because I was laughing as I was filming you. Okay, here's another another really presumptuous thing he says during the stadium tour plug. It's like, you guys wanted to know all the dates. Oh, yeah. So you can plan you your lives around my fucking concert. Not only that, plan to go as many as of these as, as you As many can. of these. Because I know you want to come to like 10 of these. <laughs> Who's doing that? Actually, that's the one thing he is actually not lying about. Oh my god! He is—he put a show on sale at Notre Dame Stadium, where the football team Notre Dameers play. Yeah, Notre Dame, and a Fighting Irish play, and it was like—I mean, it was wow. like a minute, two minutes. So he's like the Grateful Dead because the people just follow. And then here's the thing: I was talking to a friend about god. this. I was like, the fascinating thing is like you tell me that. Beyonce or Bruno Mars or somebody like that is a huge act. Or the Stones. I'm like, yeah, of course. And I hear people talk about them all the time. He's the only guy who I've never heard. Yes. I never hear anybody talk right. about. And I know you go like, well, you're not a you know, country you don't fan. Like country, yeah. Or you're not a, in a place where country's big. That's true. Yeah, but okay, that's true to a degree. But to sell the way he sells, it's, it's in every major city too. Is he doing L.A.? I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Damn. And he'll probably do like the fucking Rose Bowl or, you know, Coliseum right. or yeah, something. Yeah, enough people in LA would definitely. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they love him. And he's doing, you know, he's, I mean, he's <laughs> opening with St. Louis and, do, I mean, and then uh, basically Phoenix. I mean, those are major cities. Well, that's, Phoenix is close. What, what day is he there? Oh, shit. Here, let's fucking look. The, well, let's find babysitters and get, go down and fly there. Let's see. Let's see. We got to plan our 2019 around Garth's shows, Tom. I want to go to as many as fucking possible. <laughs> let's look at the tour dates. Come on. Let's route our touring with his. I tr- you all made, here, y'all made history at Notre Dame. It says right here. Okay. Y'all made history there. Y'all. See, he gives you the credit. You did oh. it. Oh. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. I am on top love of the world. G. Love G. G. Lowercase G. I want to go to... Oh, there are no events. 
That's really? good that his social media correlates to his website. Yeah, man. <laughs> he like, should probably be on top of this. I want to go to Studio G. Oh, oh go. my God. Did we just hit the jackpot? Is that Trisha? Fat Trisha? Oh, my God. Look how fat she is oh, now. stop it. No, she's super fat. Hey, leave her alone. Come Whoa, on. Whoa, dude. No, she was bigger back, back then. It. Now she's super fat. There's Garth. Uh-uh. Uh, Notre Dame Field here. Come on. Let's go see Fat Trisha. Come, Come on. on. Stop Please, I'm dying that. to see how big she got. Stop it. Hey, we all get fat. Crank it on up if you don't mind. That hit the button. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> JJJJ. This is a 21-minute... Is that him right there? I guess. Are you going to have to speak over this? That'd be great. That'd be great. Hey, welcome. I'm just a nice guy. Inside Studio G. Backstage at rehearsals. Listen to that. Love it. This isn't Studio G. This is a stage. This is cool. Uh, This is cool, cool, cool. I should do Studio T tours like this for like my sound (laughs) checks. Hey, welcome also Sirius XM. Channel 55. He is terrible at this. Facebook. Hello, everybody, and welcome. There's a double dad wave. Yeah. You can hear the opening number in the back. I'm going to get Dan to kind of take it down a bit. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Bring that shit hey, down, or I'll fucking fire you yeah, in two seconds. Yeah, he's trying to be nice to Dan, but Dan, he wants to kill turn him. the fucking yes. thing down. Yes, exactly. Down. I said, turn the fuck down, Dan. God, you like your job, you <laughs> asshole? <laughs> anything since we started touring. It's so funny, huh? Yeah. What was so hey, funny, Garth? This is a big day inside okay. and out all day long. This guy's so um, full of fucking shit, man. I don't, I don't believe This guy's such That's a the thing. fucking I just don't liar. believe him. I really don't believe I him. I don't believe him either. He's not this affable. You know what? Dolly Parton. That bitch is nice. Do you know she lets people like sleep on her lawn and shit? Yeah. Dollywood. She Pretty really. I, she's nice. Dolly Parton is nice for real. Not oh, it's going to air. The, the Notre Dame show is going to air on CBS on December 2nd. Okay. Okay, um, CBS. This is what this guy says. This show was different. Uh, Garth is one of the very few artists on the planet worthy of st- staging the first ever concert at the venerable venue. Um, oh, and he played through horrible, uh, what's it called? Weather conditions. Okay, he's this great performer. Let's see. Oh, it talks about relatability. Of Garth to the Heartland. Oh, God. Sorry. Our guest is here. Oh, really? Okay. Why don't we take a quick break? Yes. Okay. Take a quick break. All right. And we're back. Uh, the break you never know about just happened. <laughs> Mystery. And we are joined by somebody who we've been trying to get on this show for a while, and she's finally here. Please uh, hold your applause <laughs> for David Letterman. Whoa. Thank you for Hi, it's Annie. It's me, David. It's Annie, Annie Letterman. And I'm so bummed because she usually wears her Adidas three stripe. I know. I was really excited to see you. And that's it. why I wore it. I've worn it the same night as her, too. We, I, I we, no, I posted a thing and tagged that I was you. <laughs> yeah, it was I so great. I was you. great. Well, because you look like you could be my tribe. You yeah. have an Eastern Blocker yeah. vibe to you. Well, I feel like I started you know, posting my pictures on thing and people were like, what about Chris? Like, they were like, they were trying to start a beef between us. Nah, no such thing. I love and respect you too much. There's no <laughs> way. You're like one of the girls at the comedy store. I always like because you come, uh, you come with jokes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I like I, I always respect a female comic or any comic that comes and tries. Like take a swing, dude. Don't just it's pussy so out. Wild. Yeah. It's a wild thing to not do comedy while you're on stage. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's just so like what? Why would you put the audience through this? Yeah. What are you doing? And all the like, it's so luxury and shit now too. It's like what you're not. You're gonna not only not do jokes, which is what they paid for, but then also. Like condemn their li- their lifestyles, right? Like, what are you doing? Because you can make fun of like it's fun to make fun of people you don't agree with because that's the best. It's like when you write a joke that's good enough that you're both laughing at them. Yeah, that's like the ultimate. I don't know why people. 
Yeah. Well, we're in this place now, too, where it's actually the reason that there is people lecturing all that is because comedy is so popular. So it's actually right. great that we're in a business that is so popular. Yeah. It's so big that people who suck at it can still do it. Yeah. And people accept that like they're one of the That's people great. doing it too. Yeah. We're in like the boom. Remember the nineties? Yeah, it was the same boom. way. It's fantastic. And if I mean, you're actually if it's, good, if it's not it's in great. a boom, only the really good people get to do it. Yeah. It does feel good. I'm like, keep complaining, ladies. Keep complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing the spots I that love you're complaining it. there aren't enough women. I love it. And that's why I love Annie Letterman because you're fucking ride or die. She's the real deal. She grinds. <laughs> yeah, she that, does that it. whole bullshit too that I've heard they're like there's no women at the store. I'm no. like, I've been at the store with a bunch of women at the store. Yeah, they never mention me in those arguments because <laughs> I don't fit the narrative because I'm not like a famous draw, really. You know, like some people will come out to see me, but I'm not going to like fill the seats. Like I'm not the one like making the main room uh, or whatever. So they don't bring me up because, you know, like I just show that you can like like work hard and well, yeah. and do the job and not like what like you know when you guys are counting lineups like when I was at your stage in comedy I was like uh, doing jo- like I was like on stage you know it's not like I had all these people I remember when I started doing mics in uh, New York and these girls would get mad at me it wasn't just girls but it was like you know this certain like class of comedians that I like I guess started with they would get so mad like I had one girl who like blocked me on all these social media things and I was like, wait, what's happening? I see you every day. And she was like, I'm mad because you you always leave the mics before I go on. I'm like, bitch, you aren't on my what? radar. I've never met you. I'm not friends with you. Like, Why would I stick I, around? This is my job. Like, I wasn't getting paid at it, but I was like, you know, I quit drinking to do this. I moved to New York. Like, I, I sacrificed a lot. I didn't have friends. Like, I was like, wanted to do it. You're so. a comedian. That sounds Yeah, yeah I was like, I had a, a day job working as a waitress, and I would immediately, I had my hustle down where I had like friends that would sign me up for Mike there. I would sign them up. And I was doing like five mics a night. So I'm like, wow. what's, uh, what's up, bitches? Like, I'm like crying blood at the end of the week. What are you yeah. doing? Wow, yeah. you're doing five mics a yeah. night. Yeah, I had a, yeah, it was. Uh, I knew it. Mike Lawrence. When I first started doing open mics, I, I've been doing comedy ten, almost ten now. So I still feel very young in it. But um, I had moved. I had lived in Santa Fe, and I was drinking a bunch. I quit drinking, moved to New York. Lived in Santa York, Fe. I lived in Santa Fe for seven years. Yeah. Why? What took I you went there? to college there. Oh, okay. oh, okay. To the College of Santa Fe, which went out of business. <laughs> My college fucking Trump you'd. It, <laughs> it went out of business. Um, I got an email from my... I had moved to New York. Um, I had all these incompletes. And I just figured like I would fi- I'd graduate college at some point before I died. And um, left Santa Fe, moved to New York. I had just quit drinking and started doing open mics. And I get a message on my Facebook from one of my old um, art professors. And she's like... Um, th- I just the school's going out of business, and we got a record of all the people that have incompletes. And you have four incompletes, but you have two weeks to finish them if you want to graduate. What? Whoa. Yeah, and this was a bitch that would like I would skip her class, and she would call me, and I'm like, get away from me, bitch! Like, what are you, my mom? Click. I'm like, I'm in college now. I don't have to go to class. I'm like, good, no clue. So what did you end up doing? Um, I ended up uh, getting an Adderall prescription and <laughs> charging on my credit card a bunch of flights and shit. I had to fly to Santa Fe twice in two weeks because I had a statistics class that so hard. And it Fuck was like statistics, but man. It, it's like memorizing all these numbers and shit. And it had been years since I had gotten my incomplete where I just like didn't do a midterm or something like something where I just I used to say it to my teachers. I'm like, I thought it was called my terms. I do them when I want. Like I just was like, it was such a small school and I just used my gift of gab to get through things. Um, but the the guy that wouldn't the guy that was my statistics teacher was a it was the school was founded by the Christian brothers. Mm-hmm. So he was like this Christian brother who brother Brian who was like this. He looked like the um, 
celery on veggie tails. Like he just had like the craziest like <laughs> yeah. shaped head and shit. But he would wear like this cloak with like the rabbit teeth things and they were just so weird and it was like they look like ghosts from another time. But he um was very strict and like wouldn't just give me a, like my other teachers were like just write something and we'll just you know give yeah. you a grade he made me fucking he gave me first of all he gave me a d i flew it there twice mm. but i had to learn relearn statistics oh that's my God. horrible that's probably my least i paid a girl in beer to do my statistics <laughs> labs and call it that's how much i couldn't do it i was so stupid with math and yeah it's like, like it. yeah you can't well you you have to pay attention so much and you have to completely get the concept of it to yeah i'm not interested so wait Sorry. you said about 10 years ago so this is uh like 2008? You, yeah, uh, 2008. You start doing mics in New York? Mm-hmm. Just on a, something you always wanted to do? Or no, not? I wanted to do it. I moved to, I was drinking so much and I, I crashed my, I had a motor scooter that I crashed in Santa Fe. So How much I were was, you drinking? You brought a it up lot. a few times. I was like Jaeger for breakfast. Really? Yeah. Whoa. So you're yeah. hardcore. Yeah, well, I was like dealing with a lot of like self-hate and shit. Mm-hmm. So I would just sort of like squash it down. So you had to start early in the morning for that. So wow. I drank all the time. I drank all day and I had a motor scooter and I was also a waitress and a bartender. So it's like, that sort of culture where everyone's drinking and Santa Fe is a very small town of like a lot of people are retired and then there's just like this this younger there were like two colleges but they were small um, but you know it was just like a weird like what are you gonna do you know you're just the Santa Fe is nice right I always heard yeah that. it's beautiful yeah. it's beautiful um so do you stop drinking there before you go to New York? No, no. I I go hard. In, you go hard in, Santa in New York. Fe, go, in Santa Fe I go hard and then in New York I'm going hard but it's like nobody else it like it's I'm just on a different. I'm on like a desert level of drunk. Like uh, I'm like I was like in Indian casinos with Indians. Do you know what I mean? AM, yeah. You're yeah. AM drinking. I'm AM drinking. Tell me I'm like, all day drinking. What does that tell feel me, yeah, like? I always wonder. Like when you wake up, is it like you go to your cabinet? <laughs> well, it depends on like it was. It would depend. No, not cabinet. It would be like I would wake up late and just probably go to bars. But I had. Yeah. I remember I had a boyfriend once in in college. Who was so gay? It was like, I mean, he's married to a woman now. I, I, I don't. She already has a kid. I think he's like, I want to have to fuck her stinky pussy. She's already got a kid. Um, but <laughs> she's so gross. Her tuna, anyway. But um, she, he, um, we would drink a lot. I think he was drinking a lot because he was like going to try to like. But it was always like he was always like, let's have this dude fuck us. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, what? why are you looking at him? But uh, it's so weird. I thought we would just get so drunk. Everything was like so like party-ish or whatever. Yeah. And I remember we- And would, he would invite threesomes? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, there really? was always, we were always partying. There was always a party where yeah. it was never like- like the house he was, was like, let's party. bring a guy into this. Yeah. It never happened. It was never a girl. It was Wait, never you're a telling me like straight guys aren't into that? Never, Another dude in the party? I used to always in college make my boyfriends make out with other boys but like to assert my dominance <laughs> over their own sexuality. Whoa. Yeah. And they would always accept And this? they always broke up with me soon after <laughs> yeah, I started uh, dating. Yeah. Dude. Uh, well, I don't know. I have a deep voice and a mustache, so I think I like attract. I'm like the guy's like last. <laughs> so. <laughs> like dude like. But he, but, but that guy, we used to, we called uh, the Jack Daniels OJ. So in the morning we'd be like, yo, pass the OJ. Wow. <sighs> Damn. And, like and you're going hard. You're not drinking wine or beer. No, you're no, like no. Jaeger, Jack yeah, Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get fucking blackout. Take a little smoke break from this bitch. <laughs> now, did you, have you been in therapy or have you gone to any kind of program or counseling? Um, I went to therapy a couple of times and then I was like, they keep making me mad at my parents. It's so annoying. And now I'm like in a rage at my parents. Like I should probably go to therapy. Yeah. I was like, why do they keep bringing my parents up? It's like, I I've dealt with that. <laughs> um, but 
I went to, I did go to AA for a year. Crazy. Or not for a year, sorry, for three months. Oh. But it seems like I got you have my a chip, and then I was like, "I'm out, bitches." Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. It seems like you have a good. I mean, listen, I follow you on Instagram. I see that you visit your family mm-hmm. a lot. You seem to have a good relationship with them now. So. Yeah, they did some terrible things though. I, really? Like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, you motherfuckers. And you still like them? Like, I what? love them. It's Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. I love them. I'm obsessed what, like, with them. Well, I just started playing hard to get with them. Like, I I realized I was <laughs> holding a boombox up to my mom's window, like playing in your eyes. I'm like, why am I trying to fuck my parents? It literally feels like I'm like strangling a puppy with them. I'm like, I love you so much. Why don't you love me back? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not calling them and I'm like talking to them not that often. I'm like, yo, you guys remember when we used to talk every day? That was literally just me annoying you. So whatever. We'll see. But you're still upset so, with them though, you. right? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I love them. I forgive them, but um, so they. they I want them to feel a little guilt that they don't yeah. feel that kind they, of. You feel you. Off. What you're yes. saying is you feel like they don't love you. They don't show you. No, I know they love. I totally know they love me. I totally know they love me. I think that maybe um, my ability to love is a little bit stronger than theirs, and but it's probably a product of the neglect as a child. Mm-hmm. It's just my mom like didn't. I keep thinking about it because uh, you know. I was talking to my boyfriend about it and my, they didn't teach me to like read and stuff. Like they didn't, I didn't, I just am learning about history. Like they sent me to a juvenile delinquent school and I kind of wasn't like everyone got kicked out of their schools. I didn't. They just like, were like, there's an art program. Like they just put me in a school with like, like young with criminals. other kids that were kicked out criminals and you were not like, I was like smoking no and I was like smoking like a cigarette here and there like I wasn't like a good kid but they were literally not paying attention to me I, it was like it. an Annie door instead of a dog door. you know they would just like send me out and they're like she'll come back which it's like when I'm hungry but it's like I was like a cute little kid like I was kind of like a, a pretty little girl and so they just they didn't realize like what did they know they were sending you to a juvenile delinquent school yeah I why don't why would know. they do that well are they immigrant, by the way? They're not. They my mom was adopted. It's like she never got over it. But why would they send you to that school? I mean, okay, so they didn't teach me anything. I was never taught manners or how to act or anything. That's and why then, you're a great comedian. So I would yeah. kind of get in trouble just <laughs> yeah. like yeah. for just like existing the way I, you would. Mm-hmm. Like I pretty much was like the Jungle Book. Sure. And um, <laughs> I'm like Jungle. I'm just topless, just in a loincloth. <laughs> Everyone was mad at me. <laughs> Um, but they, uh, brown skinned at that time too, a boy, <laughs> but they, they sent me to, so they would just like send me, so I don't know. I was like hanging out with adults all the time. I mean, I just like always yeah. had like grown up sure. friends who wanted yeah. to hang out with like a seven year old. Do you know how fucking weird that is? Yes. Yeah. I just was getting diddled left and right. I mean, they were literally just like, do you want, they're Ugh. like, Oh, do you think our daughter's beautiful? Have her. Ugh. Oh, it just was like very, my mom was mad. I'm a twin and she oh. only wanted to have two kids. And I think she like, kind of like was like. Overwhelmed and, and I was not the protecting girl. you. And she didn't my mom had a pituitary adenoma when she was little, which was like a a growth in her or a tumor in her pituitary gland. So she didn't like get her period till she was nineteen or anything. So mm. she has like a really weird relationship with femininity. And she was adopted, so she's like pissed at her birth mom. Yeah. These are all things I'm just making up, but I think I'm right. <laughs> I think I'm correct. Like she's never I mean, she will confirm, I guess. She's always like, You always Call me out on stuff. I'm like, well, <laughs> dude. One of my friends. You never call me. As a kid, was super artsy, mm-hmm. just like arty, right. creative kid. And his parents, one day, we were in the same school, and then he started going to another school. He was like my buddy, you know. Yeah. And so I was like, where is he? And they're like, they sent him to another school, and they arranged for me to visit him one day in that school. And I visited him, and it was a an ex- like a school for extreme. <laughs> 
developmentally disabled. <laughs> and I walked into his class. And yeah. I was, like, was it called Landmark? No, no, <laughs> no. But I was like, the fuck are you doing here? And he was like, yeah, this is where I go to My school. My parents I'm like, think I'm retarded. I mean, yeah. yeah. Can I say like, that on this podcast? Yes. I feel like this is a, I can, yes. on this podcast, I can say retarded. Of course. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I don't want to out you, but they said you have to say retarded. This podcast, <laughs> or we'll delete the episode. Get <laughs> you banned from the comedy uh, So, yeah, it was... Um, it was, and I, I mean, there were kids like bouncing off the wall. Yeah. There were super violent kids, people that this was like restrained. my school. And I was like, why are you? And then years later, you know, he's a totally just regular guy. Sweet. Sweet guy. And I go, what? Like, what was that all about? And they're like, yeah, my parents just thought my like artistic inclinations were weird. <laughs> so yeah. they just sent me to this school. And it was completely, I'm sure traumatizing actually. To him to be there, to see your surroundings. And they're like, this is where you belong. You belong mm. amongst these kids, which he did not. Well, it is belong. weird when, you, when you're put in a group like that. You're like, wait, is this what you think I am? Is this what you, was that, did that really play or was that just in my no. head? <laughs> I'm like, I hear that all the time. And that exact voice. Every time I'm about to talk. Um, but no, it really is like a weird thing because... You know, they. You know, I had one brother, and we were held back in kindergarten because of my brother had learning disabilities. And then um, in second grade, when I couldn't read, um, they were like, "Well, my mom would always tell me." Well, then we found out about your learning disabilities in second grade, which is like never needed to tell me that. Um, Could have just told me the part where it was Max. But um, so then I'm thinking back on it. I'm looking at. It, I'm like, I don't think I had reading problems. They told me I had a tracking problem. My mom like sent me to this like whole institute and stuff, all this stuff where it's like, mom, you never sat down and taught me to read. Why are you acting like I was supposed to just know how to read? Like yeah. she literally never, I say that I got, she, um, school homed me. <laughs> she like thought she just sent me to school to do all the home things. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, they'll do it. But I'm like, you know, all the parents are like also sitting down with their kids. It's not like they're just sending them and like the right. teachers have like all these other students. So then I would stay after with my regular teacher and she would give me, and then I like learned to read really easily. Oh my God. It just sounds like, you know, I'm she, learning- I think my mom wanted to have a fucking Narnar. I think you gotta say Narnar on this. What's what Narnar? What do you mean? It was just another word for retired. That was even worse. Oh, oh. <laughs> I also was a special ed teacher, like, so I should be better about this. But no, I you know I'm learning about this in therapy because I fucking hate my parents too. And um, it doesn't go away when you have your own. It actually gets amplified. Yeah. What happens is you when you start to raise your own children, you go like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wait a minute. And you start to go back into your own things yeah. and you, you know, you have to, for, I forgive, obviously. Yeah. I'm not like actively angry anymore, anymore. But you start to realize like they're just incapable of yep. seeing your needs, mm-hmm. which is so devastating because you're like, why did nobody see that? Yeah. Like, why did nobody realize that like little Annie needed help reading? Or yeah, it's didn't- just so wild. <laughs> it's like, why? It's like, yeah. My my mom in front of my boyfriend, I was like, "Mom, I don't remember you like teaching me. To, did you teach me to read?" And she starts laughing. She's like, "Of course not." Like she thinks it's so funny. She's a fuck up. I'm like, "You could just try to be better." What about your other right. siblings? Did they learn to read at home? Um, ma- no. Ever they they gave us both. They gave us all like disabled like things. <laughs> you know. Oh god, it's just like how did they get my number? It's just, I get calls all day and it's all like some robot bitch or political. Remember your taxes? And I'm like trying to forget them. Stop doing this. Are you kidding me? I do this at Uh, three in the morning. Not now. Yeah. But it's infuriating when your parents don't see you 
or don't care to or see you or don't know how to see you. when you're just saying the exact truth. When I'm like, yeah. I'm telling you the exact truth and I'm giving you even the words you could say back right. and you can't do it. It's like, but I think there's so many like secrets that people grow with. And I think that generation too, like we're much more like protected. Oh, like we're up. all like pocket, telling everyone all our shit, but it's like, um, you know, like there's so many secrets and there's so many things that you have to Shame. tell yourself and lie to yourself about to not like let the dominoes fall. So I, I do understand that, but it's like, I'm just like, you guys are in the evening of life. Do you not want to like settle <laughs> the beef? Like this is it. Right, yeah. right. Like I'm here being like, come on, let's do this. And it's just, my dad said he would go to therapy with me and then, and then I was like. Oh, he would. Yeah, my dad That's would. Pretty my big. dad's my dad's cool about it. It's just like I don't know what I, I realize the things that I need from them. I just need to give to myself, and there's just no, and yeah, I just need yeah, to accept. Remember, yeah. is your mom a narcissist? She yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. Hard, yeah, it's really hard to have a parent that's like they can't, they don't even see you. Do you want to hear about my last show in Philly? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my parents do the Landmark Forum, um, which I don't that's know amazing that they even did that. No, they didn't do it once. They've oh. been doing it for twelve years. You know when oh, you do really? it, you know when you do a thing and it's supposed to teach you how to like go into the rest of your life and. Well, explain to people what Landmark is. Yeah, they, it's so a self development. Um, it's culty. It's like it depends on how you use it. It's but it's a self development thing. But basically, it's, it's a derivative from Est. And you go into like a seminar. You go into yeah. a seminar, and it's so you pay like I don't know. It's like eight hundred bucks or something, which a little pricey. Um, you go into a seminar, and there's like one leader. There's no all the walls are white. You know, all the chairs are uniform. You sit there. It's like really, you know, they force you to pay attention, and it's all about. It's kind of like it's a lot of different. Um, theories of uh psychology put in one but it's you know essentially like you're getting to the point of like where your life is empty and meaningless so you can fill it and you're creating these stories but there's all of these like specific words they use which i you know i did it when i was 19 my parents wanted me to do it and i did it and it was you know it's that feeling a weird feeling you get in the at the end of it where you're kind of surrendering and it feels very cult it feels just very like uh, religious like almost People always, I mean, uh, I didn't go through it, mm. but uh, you hear a lot of times people describe or liken it to some version of like Scientology. Right. right? So it's just very, yeah, when I saw the Scientology thing, I was like, ooh, yeah. shades well, of and, and it's it's like therapy, but in front of other people. From what I understand, like you, you give speeches to hundreds of other people and you share all these very personal things with groups. Right. So it's not like, personally, I never understood why people didn't take all that money and just go see a therapist right. one-on-one for a decade Well, or so. also they pull, they pull you, I know, it's like a cowardly th- I don't know like for me I do anything but th- like I'm like I guess I believe in psychics like <laughs> I guess I get my tarot cards read there's something like so confronting about therapy I think for people or for me at least of course um, it's terrifying yeah it's yeah. just a lot and I'm like I'm paying you this much fucking money but um all right so uh with the thing the problem that I had with Landmark was at the end of it they then go you should reconnect with all these people and I've had a lot of people do me dirty and I always accepted responsibility my parents included where it was so hard for me to like I didn't want to blame anyone else it just seemed easier to blame myself and to just believe I was like born rotten and I was just like this bad seed or whatever than to admit that literally every fucking grown up in my life let me down mm. did not do their job and that to me was like a scarier world than just being like I'm a piece of shit living right. in this of course right, right. right so then I'm in landmark and then at the end they want it's all about like reconnecting with anyone you have um, any sort of like ill will with or anything. And it's not, uh, that's probably not the message of the landmark. They probably don't say anyone, but to me, it's like, I'm nice and, and I want people to like me. And, and, uh, with, you know, with my, 
at that stage, especially with my parents and stuff. So it was like, I'm like looking for this like approval all the time. So I wanted to connect with everyone. Now I'm at the age where I want to disconnect with so many people. I'm like, get the, like, yo, if I haven't talked to you in four years, don't you dare ask me for free tickets. Right. Get the fuck. Like, I don't know you (laughs) or, but whatever, maybe not four years, but it's just like, you know, I was like collecting people all the time. So then when Landmark sort of at the end of the weekend, when they're like reconnect with people, I'm reconnecting with people that really fucked me over. Like not fucked me over in a little way, but like that are not, are dangerous people for me to be around. And then I'm having to call them and tell them what I did wrong. Mm, boy. Like I almost called, I had to take a teacher to, to court for sexually assaulting me. And he was oh like, my God. I had, I broke this whole ring of his, like, uh, it was uh, like a person who did what? I was sexually assaulted by my teacher for my real. Teacher. And I actually went to court and no one believed me. And you don't need people to believe you. You need the judge to believe you. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Wow. You don't need your friend. It's like a popularity thing to be believed. Like, I don't fucking need that. Like, that's like... Uh, you took him to court. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Good he pled guilty. You. But um, he got three years probation. So he pled happened, guilty. But, yeah, he pled guilty. Is he a uh, high school or college? Now he's... Um, I think he wasn't allowed... I, I can't remember what the thing... The, but you, you were um, the deal was, but... Middle school, high school, college? I was in high school. I was wow. uh, 15 or 16. Wow. Jesus. And then... Um, no help from anyone. I mean, it was like really, it was, it was. And your parents brutal. didn't support you through this? My parents did, but it's their fault it happened. So it's like, uh, you know, looking back, I'm like, oh, of course they wanted to like settle and stuff because my parents just, um, I was just not, I was given no rules. I was given no discipline at all. So I was always in these crazy dangerous situations and I also oh wasn't God. taught that I was good, you know, like, so I was, my mom was very competitive with me and she would do that. She was so anti-femininity because of. I believe because she didn't have her period and shit until she was older that it was, you know, she, her way to like relate to dudes was to like bro, you know, like, which I do too, but it's like, you know, she was always like the only woman on the, she would play like men's racquetball rather than, you know, you know, it was like, she always had to be like the only girl. So, um, so then, um, she, it just was very like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But so they had earlier before that happened when I was 15, or, or, or I'm sorry, this is what I'm saying. My mom would, um, she never would let people say I was pretty or anything. Like it would always be like, she's oh. smart, but it was like, I didn't, I literally got the message that I wasn't pretty, which it, like, I'm not, I, I don't, I, I think that it's gross for girls to run around being like, I'm hot shit or whatever. Yeah. But I think there was a level of awareness. I was a level of attractive that, that was, it was dangerous to send me out. Like it was like, um, like I was just a, I was a girl. She was treating me like a boy in a way. You know, I was just not that boys don't get molested all the time, but it was like, I just, um, I just had no clue what I looked like until like this year. So I was always like confused. I'm like, I'm flashing my tits. Why is everyone mad at me? I look like a boy. Like why? You know? Like, yeah. oh, I don't look like a boy. Um, and so there was just like this kind of like nagging of my, of my looks all the time to the point where I wasn't sure what I looked like. Right, right. Because it can be, it's bad on the other, I can understand why she probably overcorrected because on the one hand to tell a little girl, yeah, you don't want to be like, all the time, then you turn them into a dumb doll with no identity. But to go the, Oh, the overcorrection is to not acknowledge that you were an attractive little girl and that people might want to prey upon you. It was just like very, you know, we were brought up Quaker, my mom, which we weren't. What? What? Yeah, we were brought up Quaker. We just never mentioned that one. That's How many layers are there? Jesus. There's a lot of layers. Um, When does the book come out? You got to write. This is fucking uh, crazy. Wait, what happened the last time you were, did a show in Philly? You were going to say that. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm in Philly and, um, my mom, uh, she has landmarks, so all of her landmarks. She invites all of her landmarks, no, right? I hate and where are, you, where are you doing it? Where's the it's show? It's at um, Punchline. Okay. So she invites all of her, you know, 
which it's like, all right, that's cute that you're, you know, because I'm looking at it like she's proud of me or whatever. But that's not what it is. Mm. Okay? That's not what it is. You're an extension of her, right? I'm, I'm a... I'm someone who's getting a platform that she can take. Mm-hmm. I don't even wouldn't even say an extension of her. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say it. I would sounds love to be claimed good. like that. I would yeah, love to be claimed. That sounds so awesome. <laughs> so she, um, all of her friends come, and um, and it's Christmas, and my mom owns an eBay drop off store, and I'm at my mom's eBay drop off store. She gets a bunch of weird shit. And so, and she thinks it's funny to give us these gifts and none of us think it's funny. It's always annoying. It's always like some, it smells like someone's basement. It's like, oh, can you get this away from the children? Like my nieces and nephews was like, everyone's like, please stop bringing this trash into our house. But so that's like her big bit is that she brings us like weird shit from. <clears throat> so I'm on stage. I'm just starting. I'm, I get really nervous in Philly because I had all this stuff happen in high school. So I, I really get nervous. People are going to come. I don't. Yeah, I don't like anyone from like my friends. Like I'm like I don't want anyone from my high school to show. I'm scared. I have a lot of predators there, so I'm like, um, I get real nervous in my Philly shows. And um, I was trying to like I was working on. I wanted to get a tape to get a special, and I was like telling my mom that day. I was like, I really need to. I'm just nervous because I really want to make sure I I have a good order for my jokes, and I just want to make sure I stay on track. Yeah, you got me. I have so much anxiety right now. Okay. So the week, I'll tell you about the year before when I did Thanksgiving there. All right. Bef- after this. So she, so for some dumb reason, I forget my mom's my mom. And I think me telling her this will let her know mm. to really not interrupt, to not be difficult. She drives me into the, I go with her into the, to the club. Okay. So I'm with her the whole time. So I don't see her bringing anything in or anything. Cause I'm just not paying attention. I'm just like a little bit nervous trying to stay on track, get there. She's trying to, I'm like, I don't want to meet your friend. Like, I don't have time for this. I have to like, you know, get pumped. Yeah. So I get on stage and I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I have a, like a rougher start than usual. And, uh, and maybe five minutes in when I'm just getting my, starting to get my bearings, she throws a present on stage. Okay. She snuck a fucking present in. She snuck a fucking present in. And threw it? And threw it onto the stage. She goes, hey, I got you a present. And throws, like, while I'm in the middle of a joke. So then, okay. So her friends are there, but they're not, it's just, it's like, I don't think I was sold out, but I was like a few seats shy of being sold out this month. I don't know how those motherfuckers do that. Yeah. Where all of a sudden I'm, like, oh, I'm not yeah. getting the bonus. I'm like, well, that was, I'm like, how did, how did my people just not, there couldn't have been like five more people. But anyway, it was very close. Bonus it was like at 255, you had 251. It was, ex- yeah, it was yeah. just like, but it was like, they were telling the truth. I'm like, yeah. it was like, let me see it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so almost a draw. But then, so, okay. So then, but so she makes up like, there's maybe like 12 of her friends. So she's not making up that much of the audience, but it's enough where I'm like, ma, you know, like, so she, so she throws the present on stage and now I'm like, I, I gotta, I, I've just barely gotten the audience on my side. So now I'm, um, I have to take a present, open it. Like in retrospect, I should have thrown it at her, like totally took an, taken her down as if she yeah. was a regular person and not my mom embarrassed her in front of her friends. And possibly had her kicked out. Yeah. But I was still being like, I don't want to hurt my mom's feelings, right? right I don't right. want to embarrass her in front of her friends. So I'm trying to like make it work in both ways. So now I have to, I have to get away from the microphone, 
to open this present. My mm. hands aren't on the mic. My hands are now doing another thing. I have to look down at a thing. I have no control of the audience at this point, right? No, people are looking at her. I have to now, now, and then what it is is it's a fucking, like an arm, not like a, not like a sex fist, but like a, like an arm that nurses would use to try like their okay. IVs on or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So thanks, she throws thanks. this arm on stage. So now I have to explain who my fucking mom is, what her job is, why she would give me this present, all this stuff. And it was just like so, I was so mad. And I had a really bad set because I was so like. Of course. And like, it was like, I got like bad reviews. Like I never get bad, like, I mean, we all get bad reviews here and there, but like I never get, in Philly, I usually get like really good reviews. And it was like, I got like bad, like I got like people were writing about it. Like she saw like all this. I'm like, mom, you fucking bitch. Like that's my money. Like that's my job. Like. And I remember like talking, and she was like, what? And I'm just like, well, how? And she goes, sorry, can't you just like get over it? Like, I didn't mean to. And it's like, and let's play this out. Let's say that had killed. What? Where would the audience be looking? At you, bitch, not at me. Like, it wouldn't, like, you just completely took, so then. I mean, you didn't like the gift? Yeah, she's like, come on, I got you an arm thing. <laughs> Maybe. I did, like, I do actually think it's funny. What you need to do is listen to a so little ridiculous? bit of Jada Pinkett Smith about this. <laughs> I've been sitting here and just thinking about forgiveness and it's been a deep journey for me because I've had to look into the shadows of my own heart and understand how I've hurt other people and forgive myself for any yeah. wrong acts that I've might For what you're doing to me now? Yes. That I might have Draw caused ahead. other people. I had to clear myself of my own <sighs> shame, my own guilt, and have compassion for myself and forgiveness for what myself. What a selfish apology. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and Why does and everyone bad. think everyone gives a fucking shit? I it's so know. unbelievable. What is this new thing where it's like, Everyone's like, vulnerability is strength. And now everyone's like, I'm bipolar. And you're like, yo, I wouldn't maybe not let everyone know you're yeah, bipolar. You don't have to tell everybody that. It's like, well, and there's a time and a forum. No, you can all say your shit. But it's like, I'm just saying, everyone's like. Not on social media. This is my thing Instagram. where it's like, the, the, like the, where it's like, we're at this place where it's now like, like naked chicks showing their cellulite. And they're like, look, I'm bra- or brave or whatever. I'm like, getting attention for your body is not bravery. Like that's not, you're like, now I can also do this thing that was also kind of gross. Try telling Burt Kreischer that. <laughs> yeah. My favorite are chicks that wear their ugly mud masks. They're like, look oh. how ugly I am right now. And I like, know. You're not. It's just, a mud mask. Yeah, it's silly. Uh, but by the way, we have to watch Red Table Talk on Facebook. Oh my God. I've never been more excited for anything. As if the gift that Jada provides isn't big <laughs> enough. She is coming out with a new show with Will. Yes. They're going to explain everything. Yes, on I've Facebook. I've been watching people crying and breaking down. You're not breaking me today, Jada. I've broken you enough. All right, so hold on. Let's clear some. Are you guys jealous? Swinger, just historical room. Is this like the show you guys have? Strength is Jada, not mommy, not wife. Jada. Deep down inside, I was an insecure little boy that wanted Jada to say I was great. You know why I never got divorced? It's cheaper to keep me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It's so interesting to me that they're willing to put like that. They are doing the social for Facebook. You know, it's like. But what is what is driving the necessity? Like that I guy says, he is. wants to do any movie. And it's just like green light. We'll make it. Any anything. I'll tell you what it is. What do you think it is? She wants to humiliate him. You think so? Yes. This whole thing of I've broken you enough. No, no, no. She wants to. But why would he agree? Do you think to? it's to distill the gay rumors? Yes. No. They're going to distill those. They're going to distill the well, open marriage rumors. They're going to distill. Yeah, but all she of them. she also part of her wants 
the acknowledgement, the recognition for being Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Right? Why are they she's, bringing their kid into it though? It's like they bring their kids into I'll everything. tell you something though. That Willow, she's good on it because I've been watching Red Table Talk on Facebook, and she's probably the most my most favorite part of it all. Really? Because her face is funny, and she's like, "Damn!" Like she makes these cute little faces. She's a she's a gif. She's very she's yeah. very yeah she's a total gif, but she's very likable. The kids are the kids sweet. Hmm. Now Jada, she gets very vulnerable. She talks about why she's been wearing her head wraps lately. Mm, I'm fascinated. I I was hair, hair loss. Hair she's loss. had hair loss. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and then she talks about sex with her grandma and her daughter. She one fucked episode. her grandma. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Be open. Be open. That type of the, that vulnerability, I do appreciate. It's a maze. It's on. It's on Facebook Watch, and we have to start watching it. Are you guys sponsored by them? <laughs> no, but I no, we be. should be. Um, do you guys know that Jesus. it's a full time job to be a good dad? You got so much more stuff than I had. It's the lyrics to. What is that? Song. Oh, oh, just that the two of us? That's just uh, a, I was like, it's a full-time job to be a good dad. It's totally, totally That's right. Job. Yeah. This seems part-time if you want. I forgot yeah. that horse You guys shit. have more of an option, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. It could be part-time. Part-time. Just the two of us. Right. Um, I think you were cheaper when I met you, when I started dating Most definitely. You. I don't like know. in personality or money-wise? <laughs> uh, both. Money. <laughs> um, now, wait, are you a frugal person or how, how do you approach? No, I just make money and then I spend it all and then I'm broke and then okay. I freak out <laughs> and then okay. I make money. That's and your pattern. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are people like good. <laughs> who are the extreme of cheap. I think they'll... You will appreciate them I, for sure. If, I, if this is what I think it is, it is. Oh, I thought we were TLC? still talking about them, and I was like, "That's so crazy. That's cheap." <laughs> no, I was like, "Will Smith's afraid he's going to run out." No, no way. No, that's wait. Not cheap. Is this a TLC show? Yes, I already know. You already know. I fucking love this. Um, but go ahead. Just, uh, just some of it's just going to. I love blow this your shit. Mind. I live for this. So this is my bathtub. Look at it. it's brand new and shiny. I don't even have to clean it. There's no mildew on my oh, grout, that's cool. which is amazing. What an amazing I thing. I have never cleaned it because I've never used it. I have a gym membership and that's where I take my shower. Okay. I like to work out. I'm kind of a gym rat. I'm there every day anyway. Well, first of all, it's not, I mean, whatever. Look at those traps. She's like, Where emphasis on the rat. <laughs> my urine. In an effort to save I money. It. I started peeing in a jar. Just, uh, I mean, maybe to save energy, like to be in do it next to your bed, jar. but don't go into the bathroom <laughs> right. to do it. Wait, why does she say she's rewind? Well, she's gonna minute. save. She's gonna save on the water. The on water. the water bill. Yeah. Well, and guess what? She does. We're gonna get to that here. Somebody's got a Planet Fitness uh, ten dollar a month. Here you go, big time money savings. Quite pungent. Oh, is Ew. it? And the longer it sits, the stronger. And don't it put gets. it in an apple I juice one. Online that you can put your urine into your compost pile, and I thought, wow, I can pee in a jar, build my compost. Mm-hmm. Oh God, post. Is she from Philly? Right, that accent. Toast. Yeah, and that on when it's on. On. On is. Over easy eggs over there. It's Come on. A, it's a gross accent. Yeah, how much yeah. can you save pissing into. We're about to find out. I mean, the My gym membership. Why would you from do From $30 a month to $20 a month. There you go. So there's $10 wow. right there. So I pee in a bottle, but don't get me wrong. I, you know, I poop like everybody else mm-hmm. and I put that in the toilet. Put and it in the toilet. So I flush probably like one, there's a, one or two times. Middleman. There's a process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I put the poop in the toilet. I poop over here and then I put it in the Why toilet. Why doesn't she sell some of her handmade jewelry? It's I know. Hot. Etsy bitch. That might she, be. But she, she also said, has some nice tits. It's like, come on, girl, get a webcam. She could yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> she has. A, she says she flushes twice a day with the Browns. Yeah. 
So she's got healthy movements. So she saves $10 a month doing this. Do you want to see an even <laughs> way bigger psycho than her? I love this. Like that this lady, this lady makes that. Is lady. this how you guys stay in love? You just look yeah. at people that are way worse than you? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't do laundry. You have to pay quite a bit in quarters. So whenever I have dirty clothes, I try to wash them while I'm showering. These days I'm using a free sample of detergent I got. Okay, I need to get detergent and bleach onto my clothes <laughs> before I put them in the shower. So I love it. I love this. That's her doing the laundry. I love it. I get oh it. God. We Once never I'm did this in college. Then I lather up the clothes. Oh, naked on camera. I think the last time Again, if you're willing was, to get uh, naked on camera, you can make some money. Three years ago. <laughs> exactly. She's, she's halfway there. I know. Wait, she says the last time that I did laundry was, was three, three years, years ago. ago. Wait, yeah. I hear you, girl. Maybe three years ago. And they start wringing out these clothes. Wait, it, it gets better. She's, uh, yeah, she doesn't want to do all that expensive laundry. I don't um, use the dryer. Not only does the dryer um, waste money, but it shrinks clothes and it wears clothes out faster. Yeah. You can keep your clothes looking newer for longer if you don't dry them. I didn't know they had Jewish Asians. <laughs> <laughs> but normally I would want to do maybe a load of laundry every other week. It costs like $3 to wash and dry clothes. It'll save maybe $6 a month. Six dollars. She's not destitute. I mean, look at her bathroom. It's nice. Yeah, but There's she's no saving way. six bucks. Easy. I mean, that's six bucks in your pocket. That's you actually know? her whole apartment. You didn't know that she lived in the bathroom. <laughs> this is like an Indian. She pays uh, fifty dollars a month to live in that bathroom. Now, I will admit that in college, I may have hand washed underwear a few times. Just yeah, so that's not that crazy. That's laundry. not that crazy. <laughs> Come on, you guys wash your underwear. <laughs> Yeah, you guys wear underwear? Ew. Ew. How old are you? Any guy that doesn't wear underwear <laughs> freaks me out. Like, How do you so have your weird. dick rubbing against denim? I know, against your jeans. It's you know like who doesn't? So it's uncomfortable. Bert. I know, he's but told he's us. gross. He's just like, he's got stuff to do, man. He's doesn't he doesn't have, have time to, to put do. fucking underwear on. He's got all so the time nasty. in the world. Has he gotten rid of that eyelash? I can't. No. Oh. It's just so, it's one. truly upsetting. I know. It's like, <laughs> it may as well be like an ass hair. Like, there's just, it's like so. He's had it for a decade now. Since we've known Wait, him. you mean it's never, he's never gotten rid of no. it? No, he's had it since we've known Bert. And imagine how many times that comes into your just eye Yeah, line. how does he keep You know, when, you, when you see one kind of like an eyebrow hair, yeah. like, oh shit. It's you, a good point. I don't know how he deals with that. I don't use toilet paper. I just use water and soap to clean myself off after going to the bathroom. I take this water bottle that I have and no. I rinse myself off. If I just urinated, I'm done with that. And then I dry myself off with one of the paper towels I have. If I took a dump, then I also <laughs> grab the soap, wipe myself down with the soap. Do you see how little that soap was? And then I take I'm like, I think uh, that's chalk. <laughs> and rinse off the soap. If I, I don't a... believe in spending money on something that you're just going to throw away, such as toilet paper or paper towel. Now Get you a think, bidet, bitch. You think she's mentally ill? Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little, a little proud of it. This is mental she's illness. way proud of this. Do you think she has a boyfriend? No. Or do you think she's <laughs> proud? Do you think she's like... Do you think she's like... Like, look how look how awesome yeah. I've I've figured yes, this out. Yes, she's telling you I've got a system. Here it is. If I took a dump, yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah. She yeah. said dump. I yeah. just felt like she wouldn't say dump. Yeah, I didn't think that. that but that's also, that's like word. pretty clean. Her butt and puss are pretty clean. Well, when you have pretty a, clean for sure. She's yeah. soap on her on her. After you cooch. have a baby, yeah. they tell you to squirt your vagina the same way. It did look like a baby yeah. thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. after you're done, you, there's a squirt bottle, and you have to rinse your vagina off that way. Imagine. Wait, how, does Tom not know about that? 
Did you know that? That I had the squirt bottle? Are you able to stay separate from this stuff? No, I knew about that. Yeah. You, you saw the squirt bottle? Yeah, yeah squirt, you saw yeah. it by the toilet. And also the little Filipino lady. If I, listen, if I have a kid, I'm going to make my dude fucking know everything. I'm going to be like, you have no, to watch it fucking. He did. I have to stand next to me because you just have to like know how much, it, like you have to listen to me complain while I'm doing it. Yeah, he did. Don't worry. Is how I would he even He saw it. it come out, both babies, right? Did you catch it? And my vag blast. No, but I was right there. I was right there. I mean, I could have caught it. Yeah. I could have caught it, and I did the little umbilical cut. And so sweet. Yeah, it's fun. You want to see I the like video? Yeah, video I can't wait. Is it on YouTube? Time. Yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> you should tag your kids. I was like, there's all these like birth videos on YouTube. I'm like, the Why? kids like, listen, those kids are going to like, they're YouTube generation, bitch. Like, they're going to fucking yeah. find themselves. Want to see your mom's puss? Yeah. You want to see your own head coming out of puss puss? It is so, it's too intimate to share. That's crazy. It's a wild thing to share. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the oversharing. And I don't and like, like sharing. You're so proud of it. It's like, yeah, but it's like, it's a unique experience to yourself, right? Yeah. Like yeah. in your family, yeah, you and your husband. And I don't like the sharing of uh, everything the kid does too once it's yeah. a kid. No. It's weird. Kid. It's just yeah. not the kid can't like consent to that. Especially like if you weird. have like any type of fan base. It's fucking yeah. Weird. You don't want them talking no. to you too much about your. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a boyfriend, but in case you ever are single again, could it always happen? Um, here's some good advice from somebody. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Wonderlust Thinker, Part One, and dating for Gen X and those over forty. So, as a he Generation X male, where do we go to meet single women? That is a big, big question. It's, it's, I always I think it's interesting that he's at a playground. <laughs> he's at a playground, and, right? And when you're a self-appointed authority on this, who is not hitting it out of the park? Yeah, you know what I mean, yes. like when you're not, it's like it's like, are you asking a question or are you telling an answer? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the you facial live in a small hair. town, yeah. slim pickings oh, are good. pretty much the interesting. Lore he brought of up day. slim. Most everybody. Got- <laughs> Well, very young. It's like do one like, sit up and then maybe we can talk. And about Annie's it. got oh. a good point. And I'll tell you what, Annie, you're right. If it, the fatness is only accentuated yeah. by this cut of by beauty. his prison pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and it also it does kind of look like an, an asshole, an extended asshole. Somebody's yeah. like a gaping asshole. Yeah, yeah, not a good look. Yeah, you are left hair. with are crazy beat up women or Jeez. women that are addicted to pills or drinking or <laughs> other issues or just have some men issues all together. Now, do you or think, kids. <laughs> do you think maybe he's scarred a little bit from some past experiences? Because well, there was a lot of um, restrained emotion behind that. Yeah, and it's always the, well, let's say the portly or unsightly men that tend to have really high standards for Excuse the me. that yeah. they want. Excuse me. Don't regurgitate people from high school. There's a reason they're in your past. Remember, you're a Generation Xer. You've been out of high school longer than you were in high school, Uh and it's been a long, long time. Most of us graduated in the 80s and 90s. Most of us. So don't go back and try to grab that girl that you had a crush on. Do not, I repeat, do not do online dating. I don't care how many friends you have that said that they know somebody that knows somebody that met their wife on online dating. It is a waste. Trust me on this, guys. If you ever want to feel like a leper in your basement, spend some time on online dating. And also, if you're from a small town like me, you nobody tend to have a woman that you're interested in, in a local bar, there's probably 20 other guys that are all trying to get with her secretly. And they're going to try to shark your shit. Okay. This guy's a real expert, huh? I mean, so far, he's also not... He's, he's like that critic that tells you everything that's wrong. Yeah. You know? Here's everything that's bad about everything. But no solution. Yeah, he no. took all of the options out. Yeah. yeah. So how is he? Don't go back to high school. Get out of the small town. 
Don't go online. Don't go here. I guess the park is the leading option right now. Come to this park. He's like, you got to meet a, uh, you got to meet a nice young man on Fortnite. I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I work out four or five times a week. Oh, okay. And I'm not, I'm not the best. I work out of my uh, basement. You know, make an effort. Make an effort. The thing is, looks are fleeting. Now that doesn't mean go out with like a 400 pound woman. Yeah, you can't be the one to mention weight, honey. (sighs) Bold. It's the expectations, right? This guy's got it. Be. Is. You it's cannot weird. put demands on bitches like this. Also, no. don't the high school thing makes no sense because you can easily reconnect with someone. Like, don't maybe think it's going to be the same person you had a crush on in high school. No. This guy's been he's been burned. He's a been lot. hurt. He's very hurt. I feel like never, he's... and I mean never, stand for being in the friend zone. If a girl <laughs> says to you, "I look at you as a brother," or "I look at you as a friend," I look at you as my you fat brother. People change. <laughs> right. Except, don't stand for arrogant women. If she's stuck up, she isn't worth it. A lot Jesus. of women get big heads because they get a lot of guys flirt with them. And I'll tell you what, they're Jesus. not worth your time. They're not that great. Remember, they got to bring <laughs> something to the table. Okay. Remember, but you're there highly caloric. to find somebody that you want to spend your life with. What's going on? I know his eye area is not good. <laughs> Here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is sad. This poor guy. You don't need the drama. You don't need to build anybody. I mean, his advice is depressing. It's just, it's depressing. It's really sad. And it's all yeah. notes. It's like, here's a million things you shouldn't do. I know. Goodbye. Also, here's the thing. I've dated some pretty big guys. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. But you can't be like... No fat chicks. No fat chicks. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. The fattest guy I know has a no fat chicks policy. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, like he's... Did Burke get a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> it's really... I mean, like, I know a guy who's seriously like 350. He's very unsightly, and and it's fine, right? But then he his his list of demands for women is kind of like this. They just have like, to buy a bitch from overseas. They yeah. got yes, buy a that's, that's what that exists way. for. Like the Russian mm-hmm. brides and the Asian ladies, right? Yeah, the commands of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a fucking. I gotta pee. You guys work it out. Oh, jeez. Get your like apple. That. Get your apple juice bottle. Oh my god, mm. Annie. So. Uh, I don't know how to ask you, but how old are you? You're like I'm 35. 30. Wow, you look so young. So you grew up in the dating era of like Tinder and shit. Like, have you done well, all that? Well, no, I never, I, I, I really like my job. I don't, I don't like, so I never really was like trying to um, like have boyfriends that much. I was just like, oh, you're going to like keep me from my job or whatever. So I never was like actively trying to date. It would just like happen to me. Like, I honestly feel like they all tricked me and owe me an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Except now, now I'm happy, but. All right, so you've been with the same dude for how long now? A year. Oh, that's super new. Yeah, but we were friends for like seven years. So That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, he's my best friend. It's so fun. It's like great. That's awesome. I never, I always thought you like, they came separately. Like right. love and intimacy and then friendship, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, you fuck and then you. <laughs> so I would be like hanging out with him and then we'd be having like the best time ever, just like literally like writing jokes, laughing, just like till our stomachs hurt. And then right. I'd be like, oh, I got to go bang this guy that parked my car the other day. <laughs> Who oh, I hate. Right. I'd be like, like, look at this fucking loser. I can't loser. stand this fucking guy. You Hilarious. know, I go like, fuck some like roller. I'm like, this guy rollerblades. Uh. So how did it, so then did he like bring that up to you? He, yeah, he did. Him? Yeah, he did. He was like, you've kind of already been my girlfriend for a while. And I was like, he like Jedi mind tricked me. I was like, I guess. But I was like, I was not. Thrilled about it at first. I was like, "How dare!" Because I he had promised he would never. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, women helping women. 
he um yeah, he had promised he would never hit on me, so. Oh, that's cool. Then when he did, I was pissed, but yeah, it was good. Is he your first serious boyfriend or have you, have you done boyfriends? Um, I mean, I'd had long-term boyfriends, but they weren't serious. I was always like, this is terrible. How do I get out of this? I long-term? dated a guy, I dated a guy for 3 years who I just I mean, it was it was rough. For 3 years like on and off, you mean? No, lived with him. Oh. I was homeless when I met him. I was living in my car. And uh, this was the rollerblader. And then um, he's like a nice guy. He's a nice guy from Jersey, like reminded me of home. He's younger than me. Um, And he was like, you know, he wasn't going to make me like stay in my car. I mean, I wasn't living in my car car, but I mean, I was like sort of sleep, like I would crash in it every here and there. And so uh, he was like, stay with me. And then I was like already, I was into him in the beginning. And then, so I was like living with him, but then it was just like three years went by and I was like, I'm going to die. Jesus. I'm going to fucking die. Wait, so you never got to do online dating and stuff? I went on two, I went on, oh, I do have a good story. I went on two, I went on two things, but I thought it was just to ban, like, I was like, oh, I went through a breakup or something. I want to like fuck someone once or whatever. So I went on, I did Raya. Do you know what Raya is? Mm -mm. It's like is that the, like the celebrity one. Yeah, it's like the celebrity one, the exclusive. Like that sounds cool. It's worse. It's like, oh, hey, do you want to go on a date that um, will also potentially hurt your career? <laughs> that oh. Well, also, well, it's just like we. It's like, do so you want to go on a date with a producer? Can like only somebody in like verified. Yeah. Okay. So it's like. It's just, it's, it, Raya, my friend Karen says that it, Raya stands for rich asshole, young asshole. <laughs> but it, it's like very, it's like exclusive and it's just like, it's a weird, I don't know. To me, it's, it's just weird. It's like, you're like, hey, Matthew Perry, um, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you're just like, it's like a, it's like weird, you know, like, oh. Um, but I never like cared about that shit. I never was like, I want to date a celeb. Like I never. Um, yeah, it's yeah. super weird. I know you're married to one, but <laughs> you guys are celeb. No, I was making fun of him because uh, uh, Steve Simone the other was like, we need a celebrity. It was like being so, Steve just came at you with such I a like, where Steve I'm like, Simone. but you've known him a long time, right? Yeah, of course. So it's like, he's had to transition the way he talks. Like, do you know what I mean? Not yeah. that he hasn't always been that way, but like now he's like, He's like, um, you're so, and it's like, it was, because you are, but it was, it was just like the way he said it was like very, he was asking Steve me to do Simone. a spot upstairs. It was just very cute. He's so sweet. Yeah, he's the sweetest. He's opening for me November 24th in Man Diego, California at the House of Blues. We planned yeah. this Steve. whole thing. We Steve planned Simone. this whole plug. Yeah. You know, that was seamless. This was, this I was know, great. right? He's yeah. so funny. Can I tell you he's what great. I love about Steve Simone? Uh, positive energy. The guy always, he's he's not talking like dark shit like mm-hmm. we do. Like he's like, remember when you had people? He's like ice kid. cream, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's genuine. He yeah. really loves that stuff, and he brings the whole room up. Like, gosh, he's such a—he's fun, he's such a diamond. Yeah, I really does. love that guy, he's and he's a good human. He does charity work. He did our pilot for True TV. Played yeah. uh, Never Not Farting. Never Not Farting. Yeah. The guy on Twitter whose yeah. handle is Never Not Farting. Yeah. Like, he was a fan of our show. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he's rad. <laughs> really Got to get him in the other pilot too. Um, one more psycho cheap person. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I love this. I could do this all day. I know. It's so fun to watch Fucking people that are love really it. disturbed. Misers are my favorite. I'm cutting toilet paper squares for yep. our bathroom. Sure. That we will wash and use instead of paper products. We have a little bin underneath the basket that holds the little toilet wipes. Where we put them so we can wash them later. Wash and then the it's time to wash, I just pour them in and I never have to touch them with my hands. Oh, that's good. Oh, my toilet paper just doesn't do anything for me. As a middle class family that makes a good income, uh-huh. I shouldn't have to 
go into debt to buy toilet paper. And you don't. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. You have to. Well, the, here's the thing. They always think they're saving, but the energy and time spent cutting <laughs> up strips yeah. of cloth and then not it's like, touching. It's like, that's not like, the dollar store. Yeah. It's like, that's what I was going to say, too. I just weigh it, you know. 99 weigh, cent store. Weigh that time. Right. All I do is I spend 19 hours a week cutting and washing. And Now, did you guys do like organic diapers and stuff? Did you try oh, to do that? No way. My friend is pregnant and she's like, and I'm like, I, I'm just, no. I, I'm like, she's already like talking about, or, I'm like, wait. Organic diapers? I'm like, wait, like, you or like cloth ass. diapers, no. cloth diapers. Cloth diapers, no, the I'm like, but why don't you just not do this to yourself? No. <laughs> like, why are you already like. <laughs> I have heard such nightmare stories about cloth diapers. I just feel like you're going to, it's going to blow out once and you're not going to do so it. It's so gross. Just, so disgusting. Just, just ruin the environment here, here for you three go. years. Here's all this money saving. Listen. <laughs> no. All of our cloth wipes that we have in the house, we've been using them for more than five years. Using well, then why are you cutting paper, new ones? Saves us $20 a month. Over a year, then that is um, $240. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And then she, she's only spent 10 hours a day yeah. cutting strips of cloth. Yo, I spend that on Amazon yeah, every right. day, like on like Two. toothpicks. I'm like, what kind of toothpick <laughs> should I get today? <laughs> I had one person say she couldn't contaminate her washing machine. Yeah. I just had to laugh because if you laugh. know anything about bacteria, there's no way it can survive those harsh conditions. So, what, your own asshole? Not an issue at all. She's oh. mocking her friend who said, Do you want to wash your shit paper in the washer? She's like, that silly bitch doesn't know what she was talking about. She's like, and I'm wearing one of my shit rags as a apron. <laughs> apron right now. <laughs> Fashion. Well, can I tell you, the kid had to blow out the baby on the on his pajamas or whatever, mm-hmm. and nanny goes to put it in our washing machine. I go, don't you fucking do that. I got this from Old Navy for four ninety nine. Yeah. I can afford another four ninety nine yeah. onesie. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Don't don't put it Look in my how washing this machine. Kid here is the kid has better intuition about his mom's <laughs> nonsense here. Look. When Angela first came up with the. the idea of the cloth dad. toilet paper, oh, I was, I was like kind of a little skeptical. And once I got used this to it, it, to me, it's it's more comforting it's to have something solid on your hand than the paper stuff. Yeah, like, a, like the shit that's on your hand. Stop. That's solid exactly. shit. <laughs> the kid goes, Stop, look at the kid this, lifting the kid it. goes, this is kind of dirty, right? <laughs> the paper stuff. This is kind of dirty. It's okay. It's clean. It's okay. So oh, Okay. She's trying to it's t- clean. He's like, this is staying with caca, mommy? And she's <laughs> like, no, like, no, no, no. This is clean. Oh, my God. <laughs> you use that. Mommy said it's okay. This is my favorite one. Yeah. For some reason, I really like that lady. Yeah. Oh, you know what's another one I really don't understand? Um, the extreme couponers. They spend 10, 15 hours a day cutting the coupon, putting the coupon into folder binders, and then taking it to the store. It's like, for that, that's a part-time job. That's ridiculous. Yeah, just figure out a job that you can earn more money. Instead of trying to find a way to not spend money, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, reverse thinking. Exactly. Yes. Try to, you know, think. Yeah, big. you have a job. You're doing a Put, job. It's right. like the guy. Like, there's this guy that is outside the Rite Aid near my house, and he's always like, <laughs> oh, he's always asking for. He's he's like a like a like kind of handsome black dude. You know, he's like maybe twenty five or something. Who knows? He could be sixty five. You never know. Yeah. Never. But know. um, never know. he's never like know. holding a cup out, and he goes, or he's not holding a cup. He goes. Hey, it's like hard times. Can you give me? I'm like, I do you want me to get you an application? Because me handing you money is exactly the same job. Like, no offense to people that work at Reddit, but it was like, dude, I think you can probably get a job here. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could get you like 
Especially what do you just, want? If you're standing out there all that time and it's hot here. It's weird. And everyone, the woman that worked there was like, yeah, what the fuck, dude? I, yeah. Also, it's hard for me to make money. Now, like, Annie, of course. Back in the day, you mentioned you were always forcing your boyfriends. To kiss boys. To kiss boys. <laughs> Did you ever get into other kinky, were you like into kink stuff or no? Um, I like to be jerked off in front of just kidding. Um, <laughs> kink of the I've year. I've got just a guy for you. Kink of the year. Um, uh... I think I was just like kind of down for whatever. Okay. Are you down for this? Imagine if the easiest way to delight your wife is you just throw a ball across the room. Relationships wouldn't fail. Yeah, That's please. all you had to do. Here's Tony. I have a Pup feeling play. that tail's getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel physically ill. With the pup play? Yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable inside. I like the original Kiwi pup play. The the deceitful one. They're like, this is not sexual. Just a bunch of men then, wearing leather and masks. And then we found his other channel <laughs> where he was like inserting tails There's in the their mask ass. down there. Yeah, is that a butt plug tail? This one yes, probably wasn't. But when course. it's all dudes... It definitely is. <laughs> when it's dudes, they're like, like they're fest. like, get on the table. The the vet needs to inspect you. And then, yeah, there's. A I lot went to Leather Fest in Silver Lake, um, maybe ten years ago. Oh yeah, leather daddies, and they wear the the. They vests have and the... they have assless chaps. Yeah, and um, which I've never seen ass full chaps to be honest, but <laughs> with butt plugs that look like tails. Mm. And then there was a guy that was had yeah. a booth that people could come up to. And they would zip you up in a body bag and just your balls would be out and he would whip your balls. And people were like, there was a line around the fucking box. A line. Can I tell you what that is? That was San Francisco in the late 90s. <laughs> and that was so like, fun. That was the weekend. That was a good time back in that city. You, were there, you were there for like the real the shit. The height of gay shit, man. <laughs> there were dudes just butt fucking in the streets back then. It was awesome. I think it if women, fun. I think if this women's movement knew a little bit more about like dom shit, like they'd be happier. Like, yeah. you can like whip, there's dudes you can find that will let you whip their balls and will actually ask you to. I'm but maybe they don't want to do it. I can do that. I would do that for money if I weren't married. Or they're going to say love. No. <laughs> if, he lo- if I loved him. <laughs> no, I think of, here's what I would it's do. Crazy. I don't know how anyone tolerates that level of pain. It's got to be, there's got to be, be such crazy. a more inward pain they're trying to hide. Yeah, oh. oh, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I like a That's interesting. A you hear what light, she just said? A light. Should, trying to mask the inner pain inside. Uh, yeah, I that's it. how much worse I, the pain is on the that's inside. That's interesting. Get your balls whipped. But I mean, I'm saying there's a physical pain. Well, it, it changes obviously from person to person, but for a lot of guys where anything aggressive there will physically make you collapse. I know. You get like nauseous, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I know. And, and when people say to me, don't you feel resentful that you have to carry the baby for nine months and then push the baby out and then breastfeed the baby? And I go, no, because in two and a half years when that little boy is running around, he's going to kick daddy right in the nuts. He already does. And it's called payback. Yeah. Because I taught him every to. Time. Because I actually trained him to do it. <laughs> we have lessons. He's homeschooled and kicking down the balls. They say, oh, right. you've won all these ribbons at dog shows, but they rarely ask if I'm the dog. <laughs> oh boy. One quite a few. That's uh, rude to go into it to try to win as a human. It's not fair. It's like Oscar Vittorious with the fake legs. Like this is a little bit of an advantage. Shows. I got these at DomCon. Dom my name Con. is Tony and I'm a human pup. I'm Andrew. Tony. I'm Tony's husband and trainer. Oh, that's a twist. <laughs> that's quite a twist. Wow. Wait, and they have real dogs. 
that I've they're been not neutering. Involved in pet play for my entire life. Uh, a lot of kids like to play pretend. They like to pretend to be. But I really fuck them. They enjoy doing it. I just never grew out of that. Oh. I got into pet play through Tony. Once we started dating, uh, Handler is a common. Who's role Tony? For human Tony's on the left. She is. Yeah. Glad to do it. They say when the student is ready, the master appears. Oh boy. These two are a match made in heaven. I mean, you're not kidding, dude. In doggy heaven. All dogs go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Their dogs are super cute. I feel bad for them, though. Come on, Tony. What's your pronoun? They're like, Uh, they go to Costco to get peanut butter, I bet. Tony, definitely he, she, zims her. Zims it up. Zims it up. Aspects of pet play that relate to BDSM or kink or leather. No. Uh, It involves gear that is restrictive or restraining. For example, leashes, harnesses, um, mitts on your hands. You know what I don't like? Like, I don't like how put together they are. I like I my pup play psychos <laughs> to really be out on the edge. I don't like I don't like an articulate explanation. I well, know. I actually I don't know. like that it's like half shaved head. Like I want you to look proper. Like I want this yeah. to be more of a twist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want you to be like like Harvard educated. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be caught off guard more. Yeah. <laughs> or or just I like when they're the like the fakeness of like this is just fun right. with the kiwis, <laughs> you know, with the guys and then they're right. just like fucking each You other. want like the Obamas to but be But do you think they're shit? doing yeah. that to try to have like a broader audience like they're pretending like they're like we want the Christians to like us too. They just want Maybe. they don't want to come off as weird. Right. She's legitimizing it, right? Uh, we have these My harnesses. responsibility is similar to the responsibility with a regular dog. I have to groom the dogs and my wife's hair. That's pretty I'm funny. a regular dog. I'm just different. Okay. Okay. He's like... We yeah. have bio dogs, and I do train them because... Bio dogs. No barking. But, you know, if you want to make a big stink, that's... You're an adult human. You can do what you want. So that there was pretty... Because she, she took offense to the fact that he was like, you know, we have like real dogs. She's like, I am a fucking Can I hear dog. that again, please? Yeah, that was pretty great. That was pretty great. My responsibility is similar to the responsibility with a regular dog. The first... Bio ex- dog. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular dog. Oh. I'm just different. Okay. Fucker. She is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Bio dog. How long have you been a uh, horse trainer? A horse trainer since 2009. Wait, can I just say, can you pause it for a second? Sure. Because before we even get into this bitch, um, (laughs) okay, so what annoys me about that is like, if you want to be like a weird dog bitch, be a dog bitch, but don't, don't be precious about how you're a dog bitch. Yeah. You are weird. That is weird. Okay. And and tout that you're weird. (laughs) And you found a fucking husband who's like totally down. (laughs) Fucking do your gratitude list in the morning, bitch. All right. You can write it with your little paws and don't, (laughs) but don't like correct him. Like he's offended you. Like, it's not like he has to accommodate you more than he already has. Uh, You're eating out of a fucking dog bowl, bitch. Like, come on. Well, he said regular dog and you're supposed to say bio. Like (laughs) real dogs don't do that. Real dogs don't go like arf 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 you're like disrespecting my pronoun well, she's out of her <laughs> Wait, That's the do her do her <laughs> Annie do some role play be like you're my bio dog tell Tom you're I mean wait you're my, you're my regular dog yeah. you're just a regular dog it's bio dog <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Must uh, be so <laughs> LA. <laughs> I love this shit. Club. And that's the dude. I love this shit. <laughs> safe space. Do you remember that guy? To please. Explore. Please. We, we need to hear this mambo jumbo. Actively. Safe uh, space. The LA Honey and Critter Club oh, is to provide boy. a safe space oh, for people to explore. We engage in pet play. Do people actively. not realize that safe pl- pl- um, space is inside yourself? <laughs> uh, that is the safe. It's really like yeah. you have to just accept yourself and not worry about other people exactly. because you have no control over how other people it, treat you. It's you all, literally have no. All you can do is set up boundaries and people either cross them or don't, and right. then you have them in your life or you don't. Like it's what is happening right now. Yeah, it's all victim culture. It's uh, yeah, it's I, I have to change the external world. It's, it's, it's just it's like you happen. have no. It's like people have not. I've just had real shit happen. So it's like you know. Have you guys ever had your your right. house broken into or whatever? I feel like no. being like no. fucking raped or having like your house broken into. It's like these things that happen where you're like. You realize like your walls are not They're false like this barrier is like not Real right Right. so you just have to be You have to be your Walls like you have to try your best to like Protect yourself and you can't just like It's just it's just makes me crazy No Annie's sharing some uh, Real wisdom it's fucking I just can't Believe this shit it's like I I Don't give a fuck about your dog shit but I'm Allowed to make fun of you I'm sorry yeah of course Especially I'm if you're going to be weird, if you're going to put it out there, like you're saying. Yeah, like, and you can make fun of me, motherfucker. I'm not yeah. saying you can't make fun of me. It's yeah. like, who was it made fun of? I know. It's so important to be made fun of, like, especially as comics. Like, I mean, come on. Of I'm course. assuming we all got dragged. Oh, yeah. Dragged. And it's like, you learn how to get through it. Of course. But no, you have to go to a safe space and do your pony play. But I'm going through something. It's like, yeah, so is Roseanne, bitch. Like, what yeah. the so fuck? Like, everybody. you can't, everyone's so hypocritical. Oh, yeah. If you want, okay, fine. Then we have to be like, Feel bad for everyone. Everybody. Everybody's a Even if they voted for Trump, we have to feel bad for them. The quintessential pet play gear Mm -hmm. is tail and hood. Everything else is extra. Okay. So let's do tail first. Oh, that's not extra. Okay, the tail's not extra. For me, the reason that I like to be a dog is dog is man's best friend. Dogs experience the world through a lens of pure I've joy. I've never that seen someone that seemed like a lesbian more. Maybe dolphins, I but I feel like that pet play would be much harder. Dolphins. I train dolphins. LA Pony and Critter Club is kind of <laughs> pet play dress up like style. Them. There's no sex involved. I don't Nothing think sexual. pet play is sexual. I do think that to an extent it mm-hmm. is erotic because it is intimate. What's up? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not sexual. He's wearing fucking pleather from head to toe. Of course. And it's all harnessed and belts all snug Straps. on you. Straps. Mm-hmm. No, it's totally sexual. And I put a fake tail in my asshole, but it's not sexual It's like all. you guys pretending that you weren't going to fucking put that bottle right up Tom's ass. <laughs> That's where it went. Uh, you know what's, is, what bothers me, too, along what you were saying? Uh, the safe space and then the need to, you know, everybody's different and we have to honor uh, what they're doing It's like No you don't You can talk shit about me Yeah Like this is ridiculous It's Remember crazy. when you could just Call crazy shit crazy Yeah Now it's You're considered You're crazy insensitive. shaming yeah, right. Right. Crazy is like The most fun thing To point and laugh at too It's what keeps you uh, Feeling like And also When you're making fun of someone, you're fucking including them in a thing. It's like, I'm trying to get on a level where I can relate to you because what you're doing is fucking crazy. If I wasn't making fun of you, I would be judging you. Do you understand? If I was just silently sitting there and going like this, I would be repressing every thought I had about how fucking nuts it is. Or I can try to make the rim laugh. Bust your balls and then... Laugh it out. Yeah. 
Oh my god. I consider myself I thought she died. I got excited. That being wait, said, wait, 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 wait I didn't hear it. What is she saying? My pet. Yeah. I consider myself out. I'm very open. That being said, I do compartmentalize my pet play because not everyone wants or needs to see that. No. Family for Sweetie, example. that's the nicest thing she said yet. I think they have a general idea that I'm into. Yeah, like, can you pause oh, it? Oh, they know. They know. But we don't talk about it. <laughs> they know. They know. She I, talked about it like she was considering going to Thanksgiving dressed like this. <laughs> right. right. I She's know. like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But this is one of our big points on these people all the time. A lot of times the people insist on everybody knowing what makes them come. And yeah. it's like, yeah. you don't have you don't to have tell to everybody. Share. And she actually, I'll give her credit, <laughs> keeps it to herself that like this is her. Well. I mean, keep, she's aside from doing this yeah, documentary, but at least God. she's not. She's like saying, like, I don't tell yeah. dad. And is mom. it called a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm a comedian. It is a documentary, <laughs> which that I applaud. Like, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, if you're gonna be weird, just do it behind closed doors. Why does everybody but, have to celebrate everything you're fucking doing? How annoying is it, as someone with a narcissistic God. mother? How annoying is it if your owner is like taking the toy? You're like, yo, can I get the toy? <laughs> you went to PetSmart and came back with nothing for me, <laughs> just for yourself. This is a nasty. You're stealing your dog's thunder. But I will say, if anybody is meant to be a dog, it's that broad, right? Yeah. yeah. She fucking looks like a human dog. She, she does. does. She cut her hair like a dog, and she she's very rufous, like a dog. Yeah, Rufus yeah. is her name. Um, she's a dog. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Really, really like. I her. almost want to. We got to watch those again because I feel like I didn't fully get the essence. Like we I will. need to soak it in. More. We'll soak it. You in haven't more. gotten. I need to take a second pass She's on like, it. She's like, I've got to soak, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't get wet enough. <laughs> right, right. I'm really into I haven't it. come yet. We have to yeah. watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some videos on this show that you take one pass and you're like, that was weird. And then I think about them for yeah. a week and then I'm like, we got to we got to. Do you guys ever, are you ever like, we got to try that? No. <laughs> oh, no. no. Just mock them endlessly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Annie, where can people see you coming up? Um, oh, I just had my date up and I forgot. Annie's a great comic. You need to go see her live. She's uh, often at the store. One of the few ladies that's allowed to perform. What a very time. funny lady. Uh, yeah, uh, it's hard. I had to, you know, comedian. I had to complain. <laughs> I complained a lot online, and then um, they finally passed me. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I didn't uh, go a- into the line and. Yeah, no, no. You just need to send them. No, messages. you just have to complain about stuff, yeah. right? You have to be a victim. Totally, yeah, it's crazy. Um, let me look up the state. Go see comedian. Uh, Annie. Wait, can I tell you my um, finish my Raya story? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. So I go on a date with, this, and you know, like everyone's a liar and everything. But I thought they lie about like height and stuff. This guy um, cropped out. He had a like a lobster claw hand. He's like a <laughs> deformed oh, hand. Wow. Yeah. And like I don't care. I was a special ed teacher. I'm cool. But like it was, um, it was just so surprising, and we never talked about it. And then he took me to a lobster restaurant. He with did lobster with his lobster. Oh, that's hand. nice, but that's see, that's but we didn't funny. talk about it. We didn't no, talk about it. it was totally random, and I was like, because I was like, I don't want to do a bit about it. I talk about it on stage, but it's like, but I, I didn't want to. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this on stage. So they took you to a lobster up. restaurant, but then once he took me to the lobster restaurant, yeah. I was like, done deal. Sorry, bro. But it was wild. I'm like, just hope, like, because like, I would always make is... sure you could tell I didn't have big boobs and stuff. Like, I never wanted to have the moment of like disappoint. I just never like. 
if I'm not your type, you're not mine. So it's like I'm not gonna like go on a date with someone and then show up and you like look different than your picture. Yeah. Wait, but so this weird. is a famous person with a lobster. He what? No, he was like um, I don't. He like had a I'm picture trying, of One Direction once. Oh, I'm trying to think of famous people with lobster claws. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's not famous. He's just he was a nice guy. It was just like, and I wouldn't. I just once I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's weird, man. Just show your thing. Weird. What's your website? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me. My website is not updated. I'm li- I'm not. I'm bad at that stuff. But um, I will update it. It's AnnieLetterman.com. But also, uh, I will post most of my dates on Instagram. There you go. And that's just at Annie Letterman. But so I'm doing. And Letterman is L E D. It's L E D E R M A N. So I'm gonna be at in Poughkeepsie. Wait, no. I'm gonna be in Saratoga Springs at the Comedy Works. Okay. New York, November 23rd and 24th with Kurt Metzger. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hilarious. Kurt Metzger and Annie together, November 23rd and 24th. Um, thank you very much for coming today. Thanks, Thanks for having me. This was really fun. Yeah. Time. Thanks for showing me the world of dog play. Yeah. We got it. Pup play. We felt like you had the note. You were a great guest. Thanks. Uh, here's Gaping Dad with She's R-Worded on the way out. Um <laughs> Joy. Jesus Christ. The rest of your week, guys. We'll see you next time. Make, 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 make your bread and get over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Yeah. My mom Cindy. Told you Tango started.